This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Again, not 100% sure what number episode this is. We never know anymore. It's kind of, is that nice or bad? It's kind of nice. But then it kind of was like, what number are we on? I hear you. But either way, we're here. You found us. Thank you for being here. We appreciate the support. We're going to cut right into the business. The podcast is presented by Elite Archery. Uh, that is EliteArchery.com, and you can use code WCB to save yourself some money. And normally we talk about the main flagship bow. This week we are talking about the Elite Terrain, which right. we gave one away at the Working Class bow hunter shoot. But we are talking about a... Affordable bow starting MSRP at six ninety nine, seven inch brace height, thirty two and a half axle to axle, three point nine pounds, and we're talking forty five to sixty and fifty five to seventy pound peak weight options, uh, three hundred twenty five feet per second, and uh, some good color options. That's a pretty good deal for a newer flagship bow. The smoking deal, very affordable. Even more for user. Cool. If what? Say that again, Doug? Use their code. A little more, right? Yeah, and have it sent to a local dealer. Support Elite. Support us. Support your local dealer. That's Shout right. out to Big Time. Code WCB. Also, BigTime. BigTime.com. You can go to Big Time, and they have feed and mineral attractants for um, those of you that live in feed, mineral, and attractant allowable states. <laughs> Illinois is not one of them. Nope. Iowa is. Um, is Wisconsin Bucky? Bucky's in here. Hell yeah. God. It's like per county, yeah. though, ain't it? No. Uh, well, they shut it off by CWD. Yeah. Oh, because that's a big, that's like a real concern in Wisconsin. For mineral. Yeah. Food plots are good to go. Yeah. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. But I got my uh, seed at the shoot. Thanks to Big Time for uh, donating some of this stuff. Although, yeah. am I still back to Wisconsin? Good call. Good call. Big Time main event. Uh, new seed. From Big Time, that's a hot item right now. Fall, winter, 
uh, annual mix of high-producing forage brassica with the late-season attraction of tubers. Good what are grief. tubers? I don't know. Fucking buy it and plant it and kill one over tubers. Yeah. What, what are we, scientists? I don't know. Yeah. We, yeah, we are scientists. Yeah. Midwest <laughs> scientist. That's right. Um, Joe Humphreys, if you don't like it, Joe Humphreys will come out and hand pick all of it out of your mini plot. Well, look, it um, says it excellent kill bag. plot, so you know you're going to kill over it. Dude, if it says it. Um, and if you use code WCB2022 to save yourself some coin and you're still going to complain, the fuck is wrong with you? Get out of here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, big time's the shit, though. Uh, shout out. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I'd mix it up a little harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. huh? You're good. You're good. You, would you like me to be like a robot through these ads, or <laughs> keep you guessing, It'd Doug? Be nice. <laughs> What's your favorite blend from Big Time? Go, Doug. Best brunch. Good. Yeah, easy cop out. It is good though. I just love brunch. <laughs> Who doesn't love and you love bucks at brunch, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the podcast is also brought to you by Huntworth. Huntworthgear.com. Um, it seems like that's probably the partnership that we get the most questions on. Mm-hmm. Saw some recent ones about what camo they should get in Huntworth. I have disruption in all my early season and Tarn in all my late season. And uh, we all kind of have a mixture of the patterns so we all don't look like we're trying to be like superheroes together when we're hanging out. <laughs> but uh, but all, we still do. All great gear, all great patterns, even hidden. Man. I don't have much in hidden. I have some gloves in hidden, but... Um, if you're more of a hardwoods type camo guy or gal, that's a great option, mm-hmm. and I think it's um, up there with the best of them, man. I, it's it's hard to say that it don't hold its own. Just some of the best, um, I guess, uh, air quote mainstream camo patterns out there. So check out Huntworth.com. Use code WCB15. The podcast is also brought to you by Scent Crusher. We know we're still getting messages about Scent Crusher being acquired by Faradine. Um, but great company. We're proud of what we've done with Scent Crusher um, mm-hmm. since nearing the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric, favorite Scent Crusher product? Go. Uh, the uh, the roller bag. Roller bag. Good choice. Because the size over the gear bag? or The size, yeah. I can put all my shit right in there. And the wheels. And the wheels, yeah. I don't have to carry it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of fat and lazy, you know? Well, the regular gear bag has backpack straps. That's true, but still, the wheels are nice. You're, you're still carrying it. Okay. Fair. <laughs> um Okay, very fair. And Old Barn Taxidermy. Old Barn kills it with their whitetail taxidermy. The new G2 forms are f- money. Mm-hmm. You thought I was going to say fuck, but I didn't. Uh, I thought you were going to say fire. I should have. Missed opportunity. Sorry, Old Barn. say brown. But they, they have their own forms underneath the Old Barn family G2 forms. They look incredible. I have a, a few mounts on the new G2 forms. They're real nice. Look real good. They're, and, they're uh, going to be sick of us here in a couple months. I just got a call from them. They're going to start my deer. Oh, really? You got to get your eight-pointer down there. The bird watching eight-pointer. Yeah. I think we'll put some birds on it. Are you? Yeah. You should get a mounted cardinal to put on the main <laughs> beam. <laughs> that, that'd actually be like pretty be cool. funnier and shit. Come on. You got to do it. I'll get a, a goldfinch. Go that's shoot a, one. That's illegal. <laughs> what? Iowa State Excuse bird. <laughs> Find one that choked on some of your guys' supplemental yeah, yeah. feed that you're putting out there in Iowa. And then that, that doesn't happen. And just freeze dry it. <laughs> right on there. That'd actually be kind of neat. That'd be kind of cool. It's got to be so hard to mount like a bird like that. Oh, a tiny little bird. Maybe it's not. Maybe you just freeze dry the whole thing and it's done. <laughs> I got to call you, That's all you got to do. Yeah, I'm gonna see I'll see if they do it. That'd be cool. We just made a plug for a company that really backs us, and we completely derailed their plug to talk about freeze drying cardinals. 
that's why we love what we do because <laughs> we're idiots we're fucking dumb <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's all i gotta say about sam that. just hangs up on me can like, i put a bird on there <laughs> can't do it uh the podcast Play. is also also brought to you by camofire.com Ooh, what kind of deals we got going on right now we have right now uh reloading new deals in four and a half hours there's a jet boil on here for twenty two percent off. Some thermocells forty six. Damn that thermocell's a bargain. That's a deal. Yeah, that is a deal. Those things are badass too. I need one for the camper. Son of a gun. I, I might buy that shit. Yeah, get so, like ten of let's them. Let's buy them right now. Um, what is this? A poncho? Oh, it's a mini you um rechargeable mini okay. lantern. Uh, different cooking supplies. Yeah, ponchos. Different tents. Uh, water filtration systems. It's all like camping survival. So, dude, look at that sleep. That's a bargain on that sleeping mat. Oh, that cot. You know what's good when we're like getting distracted yeah. by the deals? <laughs> like, right. we're trying to like talk about it. I'm like, oh man, actually, that cot's uh, the shit. Hey, I don't need that, but I can really use it. That saw would come in handy. Are there, uh, sorry, just get the camouflage, but dude, bear spray. For 40% off. some of that. You better get two of those. I bought a Glock 20. All right, that's good. <laughs> that's your bear spray. Click clack. I got 15 <laughs> of those. Click clack. Loaded, loaded up. Anyway, what we're trying to get at, there's a deal right there on that tent. <laughs> Look at them sleeping bags right there. Gee willikers. That Alps Mountaineering tent's 80 bucks. 80, 85 bucks. All right, sorry. Oh, keep going. I, I gotta, I'm no, I'm getting I'm off. Keep going, keep going, keep We're going. We're going to get ourselves in trouble. I need some deals. We're actually like trying to function. We all got distracted. Um, and Novix tree stands. Uh, hit up NovixOutdoors.com. The code is WCB22 to save yourself some Jangalang, and that is good for 200 uses. It's got to be near in the end. So if you're using that code and it's not working, it means that all the uses are used up on it. Uh, made Peoria, Illinois. Um, right down the road, forty-five minutes from the studio. It's uh, very, very, very local to us and great people. And uh, shout out to them to gave away a couple stands at the shoot. Pretty yep. cool. All right, let's get on with the episode. Thanks for being here. We appreciate you guys. Run, 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 Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. It's really, really not that good. Episode 520 something of the Working Class Bowhunter podcast. Channeling my inner Steve. God damn, that's weird to say. <laughs> We're in New Windsor. Illinois. That's right. That's where the uh, all the win- all the new Windsors are located here in Illinois. Not the so. old Windsors or the new the Windsors. new ones. Yeah. The yeah. new ones. Home of the biggest little rodeo. That's right. Uh, Kurt Geyer here. Eric Common. Doug Schmidt. And in studio, the reigning, defending, 
returning top three podcast of the last year, Mr. Bucky Islandfelt. That's crazy. Did you think you, you brought out your inner Steve on that one? <laughs> I tried. Wrestling promo he'd be, there. He'd be pretty proud. Yeah. Top three. How'd that happen? You were the top three downloaded episodes of last year. I'm just from Wisconsin. You know, that's all you are. You talk. Just, we we talked ninety five hours. You know, hey, whatever. Have fun. Drink old fashions. That's right. You make a, a killer old fashioned. You make good. a very you fantastic. Chandler's fashion. missing out on the old fashioned game. Oh well. Hey, I tried to teach him, but he's on his Iowa farm. Congrats to Austin on buying an Iowa farm. Hey. Hope in the dark side. Yeah. So uh, thanks for coming back, man. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, it's fun to come down. I've been down here twice in one week. Down here for the shoot the other day. That's pretty crazy. Came down for the shoot the other day. It feels like we just seen you. Oh, wait, we did. Yeah. Yeah. I'll kind of turn around. I'm a little bit bit off of work right now, so that's all right. I got some time to travel. (laughs) You got special legs. I got magic legs. Got magic magic legs. (laughs) Special sad sounding. Yeah. He'll be running very soon. Oh, I don't know about running, but... Hey, you're up and moving. That's all that matters. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. We had hurt pretty bad in February. So, well, if someone missed the last episode, highly, I mean, I think all of us highly recommend going back. Absolutely. We talked about measuring. We talked about, I mean, we talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, We also talked about the um, Rompola Buck a little bit, um, which I like. I kind of just naturally want to bring up again to you, you know? Just like. I mean, yeah, just talk it's about one it. of the greatest deer ever, right? Right. You know, allegedly, biggest controversy. Well, allegedly, it? but it's a, it's an urban legend, right? But we're not always going to have that. We're never going to. That's have what it. makes it so fun. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, well, the, some of the controversy around it's cool, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, in my opinion, I mean, are we ever going to know for sure? I don't think so. Ever is he still alive? Yeah, I think so. Well, come on, man! What the fuck? Yeah, because when was that shot? 80s? Oh, yeah. I yeah. would say late 80s. Nah, nerd. It didn't happen. It's not real. <laughs> Crushed it. I hear that. After the last podcast, I was talking to a good friend of mine, and he's like, yeah, that deer's totally unreal. I'm like, why do you think that? Unreal isn't amazing or not real? No, it's not real. It's fabricated. I'm like, why is that? Well, the ears are drooping. I'm like, yeah, but I've shot deer that got drooping it? ears. And I was like, I've shot 120s with drooping ears. <laughs> he got in my head a little bit, and I'm like, uh, maybe he's right. I, nah, I got a picture of a buck that's better looking than he is, but his ears are drooping. I hate the photos. Oh, really? And he's, he, it's a, he's three hours old. Like yeah, that one's dead. fabricated. I, went to the, I just wanted to see if I could fabricate a 120 for a fabricated 250. <laughs> pulled it off. But no one ever knows. You know, it's cool to hear to talk about. And it's it is fun. It is a lot of I'm being yeah a little right. harsh to be funny, I guess. No, but no, it's good. Or to stir ruffle feathers a little bit, but... <laughs> Well, it's um, weird because, like, nowadays, in social media and everything, you just, right. you'll never have something like that again in controversy. Be like, well, there's pictures. And it's fun, man. It's like deer. Uh, what, we need to make a word. Maybe there already is one, and I'm just not thinking of it. I'm gonna, I'll am seem real dumb. But, like, you know, like Americana is, like, you know, you think very American, maybe, like, historic type things. Like, there's a term that should be, like, more like an Americana-style vibe for, like, deer hunting. Mm. And that's what that deer kind of is. It's like a... It's nostalgic mystery, deer camp, all kind of blended into one yeah, term. Right. There needs to be a term for it. Do you think of it? I'll think of it on the way home. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, though? Like, yes. There's there's something there. And then we'll yeah. make it into a T-shirt. That's right. Yeah. So fuck all you guys listening. If you're trying to make a T-shirt on whatever word we don't know about yet. <laughs> it's penned. <laughs> <laughs> it's penned. 
Patent pending. We got it already. <laughs> We're just Whatever being bashful. It is, we got it. <laughs> um, you've been up to a lot, man. You've been measuring a ton. Yeah. Measuring and, uh, a bunch. I've uh, been a little bit all over. I was down Dells measuring down there. And hey, shout out to everybody that was measuring at the Dells. They're so awesome to us. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, they recognize you as part of the family. Well, they all know us because of you. I mean, isn't it cool, though? It's cool. Like-minded people. It's I mean, very that's cool. Where, True. That's but it's funny because, like... They came up, oh, yeah, Bucky had good things to say about you guys. There, see? And it's like, and we're all like, why? They have no reason to know anything about <laughs> us if it wasn't for you, Here's you know? There's a ticket for you. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. None of That's those cool. people would know who we were if it wasn't for you. But we're all pretty tight knit. I mean, yeah. Yeah. all over the state, we all go to, we see each other down there, we have a meeting and. And Dude, no, really, that's it. And Boot and Crockett Whiskey sent us a bunch of booze after your podcast. Yeah, that's what we do. It's called networking. I mean, they it's called networking. They wrote us an email. <laughs> hey, we heard you guys were drinking our stuff. We want to send you some bottles. There's a bunch of bottles and like antler bottle holders. So shout to Boot and Crockett Whiskey. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. And the, you know, yeah, it's good for for Boot and Crockett <laughs> Whiskey. Great. I mean, the money's going to the conservation. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and it's good. Well, we're, never, we're never going to turn down free booze. You know, well, why would you? They're fun <laughs> bottles to have too. Like, yeah. there's something about whiskey that kind of like the the bottle adds to the fun of the whiskey. Oh, for sure. Like it's kind of like even if the whiskey sucks, if the bottle's cool, you'll still have it. Yeah, mm. we carry one around with us when we're out hunting, like you know, a different state or something. We always have a bottle with us because that's going to be the celebratory. Yeah. You know, the Boone and Crockett whiskey. Yep, the kill yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah. We took that along with us down to Arizona. As long as we could, as long as we could hear a bugle, we could have it old fashioned that night. Mm. <laughs> oh dang! It's all about the little victories, right? right. The little victories. But we did a, uh, we drank. A, well, I guess we can. T- I can talk about it. I announced Austin's farm which, without him. I feel kind of bad about it now. Hey, way to go, um, Austin! And I had a celebratory old elk whiskey, old fashioned. Um, and I mentioned something on a podcast like a month ago yeah, that kind of made me seem like I was up to some shady activity. Remember that? You're like, there's nothing shady about what you're doing, but, yeah, you're, but you're a felon. I'm a felon for sure. Hand tattoos, cannon guns. That's why I'm working class bow hunter. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not a felon. Trey thought I was a felon. No, kind of for like <laughs> a half a second. For a half a second. For a little bit. He's like, Hey man, when you're bear hunting, if you want to use a rifle. And I was like, I'm a felon. Like kidding with him. You know, he's like, Oh shit. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not a felon, Trey. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, she believed you for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but through mentorship from Austin, um, I bought my own 40-acre farm. Good and it deal. worked out. And honestly, it's because of Austin. Congrats. Yeah. So it's legit. Austin is the only reason why that like I had any initiative. I never thought it was a possibility in my lifetime. And he's like, we'll, we'll do some episodes about it, like how it's possible. But if you find a unicorn farm... You can do it. Anybody yeah. can do it on a a much smaller budget than you think you can. Definitely be cool to do an episode of breaking everything down. Yeah. And honestly, it wouldn't have been on my radar. I wouldn't even have been looking if it wasn't for Austin. Right. And because Austin was looking, sold a farm to buy another farm, he came across this other farm that happened to be like in the vicinity of me. And he's like, hey, rumor has it this farm's coming up for sale. I'd maybe just see if you can do it. Right. And then... Hey, and then you did it. Turns out I could do it. So I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, this is possible. Hell yeah. So we'll get into the details on that later. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Old Elk. You see they commented on her Instagram That's post? what I was getting at. So yeah. that was our, it said reasons to celebrate. I did a reel of awesome porn Old Elk, and then they commented on it, That's which is cool. cool. That's, That's awesome. dope. Pretty damn cool. Shout out to all those good whiskey companies. Yeah. Right. Take your whiskey. Yeah. We don't, we don't have enough Glad, here. We'll gladly receive it. 
<laughs> yeah. And drink it. But sorry, that mm-hmm. got a little long-winded, Bucky. No, it's cool. But no, it's cool. You've been uh, busy. Yeah. After we saw you in Wisconsin. Yeah, I got a... I was invited last summer. Um, Boone and Crockett sent me a letter asked me if I'd be interested in being on the 31st uh, judges panel for Boone and Crockett Awards coming up. It's uh, The awards will be coming up in July. So the panel measure is a... It's a collection of all the top five of the 29 big animals and big game animals in North America. Five of each species. Five of each, each species. So let's say there was a new category. Let's say it was a, I can't even think of it. Jackalope? Uh, jackalope. It'd yeah. be the top. It'd be the top. They're getting big in Texas. By they're way. big. Yeah. They're big. I measured one. Booner? It was Booner. <laughs> <laughs> Love to see it. So. All 10 of those would be invited because anything in the top 10 will be invited um, if it's a new species, but it's all the top five were invited to this. So anything in the top five of any of the 29 big game animal animals? Question, Cole. Can you, I'm just going to raise my hand to ask questions. So I, love funny. I love it. Can you name off all 29? Yes. Top here. Did we make you do this last time? Yeah, you killed me. Huh? Kill me on it. You killed me. You said you want to ask me again. <laughs> Oh, Where's my book? Dude, it's been... Well, we do so many podcasts. Which book? You got 40 books around here. I know. Here. I got a uh, small white one. You want the Doug's hooked up, Learn to Read Hooked on Phonics? No, not that one. Oh. Why not? That's the one. This one? Give him yeah. his book. Damn it. Book. Right in the front. Bucky, there's going to be a lot of stuff I'd probably ask you again because no. we do so many... I don't know how Joe Rogan stays like sane. No. I don't know how he don't remembers know. everything. He's more intelligent. Well... Yeah. We're idiots. He's got a all lot that of alpha brain. brain. Yeah. 29 big. You want to go all through all of them? Yeah, list them off. Okay. Alaska brown bear, black bear, grizzly bear, polar bear, bison, barren ground caribou, central Canada, barren ground caribou, mountain caribou, Quebec, Quebec Labrador caribou, woodland caribou. There's a lot of caribou. Mm-hmm. Labrador? Labradors. Uh, cougar, not the same one. Doug, we it's got, not on there? We got that one though, right? Yeah. Yeah, good job. Uh, tits. Cool. <laughs> Colombian uh, black-tailed deer, uh, black-tailed deer, Camhans. Yeah, Camhans a lot of it. He's a killer. Um, he's probably like one of the top guys for entries in those, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like I have a magazine from like the '80s of Pope and Young, and he's on the cover of it. No shit. Yeah, I actually I sent him a mess. I p- took a picture of it because I know I saw him one time, and I took a picture of it and I sent it to him on Instagram, but he he just. Uh, send me back like a thumbs up or something like that. It was like from the 80s, like super that's cool. That's cool, man. That's awesome. I wonder if he has one. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure he does. does. And I had it. I, I don't know why. Yeah, but it's kind of a dickish move just so, showing or get, sending you a thumbs yeah, up. That dude's so busy. Though, he right? probably thought I was stalking him too. Who knows? You, you were. Yeah, probably. I'm <laughs> sure he meant no ill intention <laughs> by it. Right. <laughs> um, there's a coos deer, cow's deer, however you want to pronounce it. Um, meal deer, white-tailed deer, Roosevelt, elk. Tule elk, American elk, um, Rocky Mountain goat, Alaska Yukon moose, Canada moose, Shiris moose, muskox, pronghorn, uh, bighorn sheep, doll sheep, desert bighorn sheep, stone sheep, jaguar, which actually wasn't, wasn't pursued anymore. It's and not in the 29? Well, it, it's part of it, but it's not a... The jaguar? Yeah. We don't... We don't Florida? Jaguar? Yeah, Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, oh, yeah, because that's North American. Yeah. Yep. And then there's walrus. 
Oh, walrus is an. I almost said walrus before mm-hmm. Eric said jackal being a, a smartass. Yeah. Can walrus. you kill wal- walrus right now? No, only tribals can collect them. Oh, really? Because of the like, tusks. Yeah. So nobody can truly get a slam. Well, I don't know if those are part of the twenty nine. That wouldn't make sense for it to be. Yeah, I don't think so. Do you see Tom Miranda trying to axe yeah. out a walrus? I don't think the jaguar <laughs> or the walrus are part of that. That would make sense. Yeah. Um. By the way, Tom Miranda's DVD of him on that hunt is like one of my favorites of all time. Did you? Are you going to get him on, or what's going on? I'd love to, man. I actually, uh, I mean, I haven't even reached out to him, <laughs> but he is one of my top guys. Like, I don't know. There's like something about maybe like having him not on is kind of makes it cooler. Yeah, but I'd love to talk to him. I've met him, and he's a great really? guy. Yeah, um, I've actually when I met him, I was just became a Pope and Young measure, and I was all gun ho because I knew he was. A measure and very involved as well, mm-hmm. and talked to him for probably twenty minutes. That's cool. Jaguar. Um, I was twenty one at the wow. time, so it's been eleven years or ten years. Wow. So that's quite the dude. I mean, dude, he's a monster. He kills some cool shit. I yeah. love his videos of his trophy rooms. I know that's like really cool. Balls. Does that, do you have the desire to have like a trophy room like that? You think? No. No. No, not really. Well, how many? Um, Let's quiz you on this 29. I mean, like, have you gotten a chance to kill a, a handful of those? Or if, like, if you had to pick five, if you haven't, pick five that you'd love to kill. Uh, with a, I only really hunt with my bow. So I don't. I shot a pronghorn. That one's in a book. Um, with a bow or a rifle? Or? With a bow. And I uh, shot that in northern Montana uh, with my buddy Justin. Um, I shot a black bear in 20. That made the book. Uh, and I have a couple white tails that are in the book. One, two, three, four. They're in the book. Uh, I have an elk that's on the wall. Didn't make the book, but shot mm-hmm. out of the bowl. Um, Very cool. Yeah, that's about it. So you got you got some out there. I mean, yeah, I, you got I some like, variety. Yeah, I've been I've been after the elk. I mean, once I bugle got in my head, I just can't get it out. Right? Yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah. I just can't get it out. What's and, one that you'd love to do that you haven't, or just maybe just seems like a dream? That, like a bucket list? Uh, there's a couple. I mean, I apply for sheep tags all over. Do you really? I keep a spreadsheet for all the states that I put in for it. It's just, it's, I was talking to Rachel the other day and we're like comparing notes. I'm like, I'm like, why aren't you applying here? She's like, I don't know. We never thought about it. I'm like, you have to apply here. Mm. And I, I apply all over for, I apply for, uh, bighorns and desert sheep waiting here on Arizona. If I drew a desert, I doubt it, but it's random. Yeah. Um, you never know. Yeah. I apply for moose, um, apply for elk in several states. Um, I really would like to, I'd like to shoot one moose. I'd like to pursue one moose mm-hmm. and get one, maybe. Yeah. And I don't know where to go. Like, I have a friend that's in the Yukon, and I'd, I'd love to do a one and done with him and be like, I got one. shoot a big one. Yeah. Because he would be able to. Put you on a big like, one? Yeah, he'd be able to help me get him. Right. Gotta go, man. I know, but it's like a college tuition for my kids. Yeah, if, dude, fuck your kids, man. You know, they can pay for their college. I didn't mean to say, come on. They're going to put me in a home at like 52. Yeah, yeah. Hey, your kids. Hey, as long as you kill a moose, who gives a shit, you know? Yeah, you got a Yukon moose. Hey, that's, they don't. that's three three hot meals a day. Right. <laughs> Not a bad gig, really. Right. How old are your kids now? Uh, Jake is 16, Mia's 14, yeah. and Sam's 12. Oh, dude, you could yeah. do that now, and they wouldn't even know about it. Right. They wouldn't even know what's going on. They're like, where's dad? Like, yeah. Three weeks later. By the way, I'm kidding when I drop the F bomb about <laughs> our kids, but no, come on, that's pretty funny. <laughs> They're good kids. 
Dude, my kids are paying for college. Oh, absolutely. Well, they're they're going to pay for their own college. It was just, I don't know. I know what you're saying, man. I'm giving you shit. It's hard. To, I thought it'd be funnier if I sounded way more harsh about their think, college. You think about it. Like, damn, you know, it's like 20 some grand. It's a lot of money. That's yeah. a lot of money. But I'll maybe they won't go to college. You have yeah. 20 grand in your pocket. Well, that, well that's what I'm kind of rolling the bones on. Yeah. Get them in a trade. <laughs> Austin and Ross did like a semi guided. They killed bulls, you know. Yeah. But. Um, they were in an area that, like, there wasn't a 50-inch minimum yeah. in the unit they were in, which I guess is, like, pretty rare Yeah, to, like, have right. an area. Yeah. Hmm. Because they were telling certain people about guys that, like, hunt in Alaska a lot, and they're like, what? And, like, even they got um, from, I don't know the details, but when they were pulling their moose off, like, the semi and shipment, the guy, the CPO was like, whoa, hold on. What's up with these moose? They were, they were like, in the 40s or whatever. Mm. And then they had to check what unit there. And he's like, oh, okay, you guys are good. That's just crazy, though, because I'd be so scared to go in a, in a unit that was 50 inches because I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Every bull you've seen would look 50 inches because they're so oh, yeah. big. Yeah, right. We're used to whitetails. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and to okay. do that, I mean, if you can do a hunt for, let's say, ten fifteen thousand $15,000, and you want to do it twice, I mean, you know, you have to kind of make the choice where you want to go. And all depends yeah. on your age, too. I wish I would have, I wish I would have started hunting out west when I was younger. I mean, I really yep. wish I, I wish I had applied for my, like my kids, they all have points out west because it's cheap for them to yeah. buy. Like right. some states, five bucks. Yeah, that's wild. I wish I would have been doing it sooner mm-hmm. than I started when I did. I've yeah. cashed some in, you know, but. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go back to this getting invited <laughs> to be on the panel, the top yeah. five from each of the 29 North American big game species. So there are 16 of us. From North America, they get invited to it. So we have eight teams of two, and then uh, like an example of a muskox. Okay, so we have a team of two. We go in and take a look at this muskox, and we measure it. And the team of two, let's say it's Doug and I, we we measure it because well, Doug's got Doug knows muskox. <laughs> He's yeah. got good eyes, you know. He, he, yeah. Thank you. All right. Muskox kind of <laughs> look like his mustache. <laughs> Kinda. I just compare them. There's a boss. There's a boss. So <laughs> that one ain't gonna make it. We look at next. So we we measure this muskox together, and we have to agree on every measurement. You know, would you agree here? Would you agree here? We double check the math, and like in a muskox, there's quarter measurements that go up on the on the horn. So you have to agree on that. You get done with your score sheet. Do you agree on this? We all agree on it. So you take that score sheet and you turn it in. A little while later, maybe the same day, most likely the same day, another team will grab it, um, be assigned to it, mm. and they measure it, grab it. They measure it, and uh, they agree on it, and they come up with a final measurement. And then all four of us get back together, and then we go over through the through the animal each measurement. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So how? What was the variance in scores on like just pull that muskox for example? Like, almost right on. I mean, yeah, yeah everybody knows their shit. Well, we don't know what the original score is. We well, like the original, like uh, the official they called Kurt Geyer to official measure, and then from there, I'm like, hey, this could be a. Yeah. Or once I send in the paperwork, they're like, okay, we don't know what, we don't know like like if you had it at 126 and we have it at 128. You know, we don't know that until mm. we measure it. Then the other team measures it, and then we're like. Wait a minute! Did you guys come over here? And then how did you do this? And and a muskox is fairly complicated. How you get down, way down in between the two bosses or bosses, yeah. So, 
And then you come up with the final measurement, and then they look at the original score sheet, and then make a determination there. But we have to agree on it, all four of us, before we Is there ever any, like, heated discussions involved in any of these? I didn't see anything, no. So it's pretty... pretty I mean, it's, it's... Everybody's on their shit. Like, everybody knows what they're doing. Well, and, a lot of these guys that are on these these panels, you know, they've been going on it for 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Years. It's like being invited to this panel, like, uh, like I don't know, like World winning the lottery? World Series. It's like it? top honors yeah. for measuring. It's like, it's like the it's like Super Bowl for me. Did you about shit yourself? When you, did they just send you a letter in the mail or did they call you? Uh, well, he kind of let something call me. He goes, hey, why haven't you responded yet today? I'm like, about what? I was on my way home from work. So, you know, regular working class guy. I'm coming home after 12 and a half hours. Right. You know, and I'm like, he goes, why haven't you called me yet today? I'm like, what is going on? Well, have you got your mail yet? I'm like, no, I'm still coming home from work. I just got just got to work. And he goes, uh, well, you haven't got your mail. I'm like, nope. He goes, well, call me when you get your mail. I'm like, just tell me what's going on. He goes, I can't. You have to get your mail. So I go home. And of course. Did you have any idea? Like, were you thinking anything of it? No, I had no idea what was going on. But it's 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 uh, it's from Boone and Crockett, a guy from Boone and Crockett, Justin. Right. And he knows me. And and uh, I go in the house. I'm like, who got the mail today? And of course, my kids are all laying around. Like, oh, I think it's over there. Maybe it's over there. I maybe dropped it. I threw it away. Coming up the driveway. <laughs> the dog ate it. <laughs> yeah. Finally, I find it and I open it up. And I'm like, you've been invited to be in the 31st judges panel. And I'm like, Yes, like just celebrating. Yeah, it was it was the second greatest thing of of measuring I've ever had, besides the letter that I got invited to be on Boone and Crockett to be in their class, and I got that on my birthday. I oh, really? That letter on my birthday in my driveway that time, and my wife's like, "What's the matter?" I'm like, I got invited to Boone and Crockett. That's, That's awesome. cool. And it was like, I love that you're so passionate about it. Oh, yeah. it's so cool. I mean, like. To be invited on the panel, like I never thought I'd be, able yeah, to get that opportunity. So you're gonna be like when you open up like the ethic, and you see that dude with suits on and the yeah. panel measures. You're in that group. Yeah, I haven't got an ethic for a while. I don't know if I selected. Uh, well, to, that's that's Pope and Young. Yeah, that's Pope and Young. I know, but <clears throat> well, you'll see it. You'll see it in there. I'm sure. Yeah, you will see it in there. Are they because, quarterly? Those? No, yeah, those are quarterly. Yes, quarterly newsletters. Fair I think I renewed in March. Fair, then, Chase is Boone, Fair Chase is Boone and Crockett, and that comes out quarterly also. I can get you a membership for that today. I'll sign up. Sign up. <laughs> I'll sign up. I'll so, sign up. That's cool. Me. I mean, the newsletter, and nowadays, there's so much stuff that comes in the mail. Right. Well, I'm signed I'm a know. member of Pope and Young. I should have my ethic already, but I'm trying to remember the last time I got an ethic. Well, it's probably been a while. I might have done the E, the digital. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. I like the physical copies, but hard copy. I didn't mean to do it if I did, but I haven't got one for a while. Yeah, I got it. I love it. And Fair Chase Magazine, too, from Boone and Crockett's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it actually has a feel to it. Like, it's a quality product. Yeah, it's not right. cheap magazine. It's not a shitty magazine. Right. And full ads. I mean, it's not, not like that. But, yeah, I'll be in there. I mean, like... They, What's so the cost of joining Boone and Crockett? 40 bucks. That's pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. For a year. I mean... Yeah. Uh, if you get four magazines, figure it out. I mean, mm-hmm. that ain't a lot. No, not at all. No. I don't. I mean, I don't know what a magazine costs these days, but it doesn't seem like a lot. About nine bucks, something like that. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
they have like like if you look in the measures manual and stuff and they have like throwback pictures of all these guys in Boone and Crockett aprons and stuff. So they had aprons there for us. And of course I'm like, Yeah, I grab that, I throw <laughs> it on, I'm like, tie it on and get to keep course, it. Yeah, I did. I that's I, awesome. I, I put it in my measuring bag and like you stole guys. It. It's stole going it. home. It's going back to the cheese with me. <laughs> so to the I cheese. He, he got home and that's all he had on when he walked into his wife. <laughs> I actually it. wore it for my birthday for a little bit. It was pretty fun. It was a big party. <laughs> at, a, at a band and stuff. It was cool. That's awesome. But I uh, should have wore that today. I know it. It was, so, it was cool to be, go down there. It was it was kind of rough to get down there. I had to, I had to fly down and I was on crutches and stuff. And yeah. Like braces and stuff. And it was a little rough, but. But you, you still know, went. There, yeah. I was going either way. Yeah. You can't pass that up, right? I was going either way. So did no you more. know a lot of guys there when you got there? I know quite a few. Yeah. Well, some of these other guys are pretty veteran. I mean. Were you nervous? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people from Boone Crockett with the club and stuff. I volunteer. And right. Like right. at a cheap show, I'll do, I'll work the booth there and stuff. I'd like to go to that show. It's super fun. When is that show? February? No, it's January like 10th. No oh, shit. It's right after ATA. ATA. Yeah. It is like the second week of January. Mm. I'd love to go, but. It's like the 12th or 14th or something like that. Some year we'll go. Yeah. I want to go as like a vendor or not as a vendor, but as like a spectator. Yeah, I just want to go see it. Yeah, you know, it's 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 amazing. I mean, to see some of the mounts that they have, Dewey Studios down there, and they have their mm-hmm. you know that sheep mountain, basically, and you know these sheep that are being taken and you know throughout the world, it yeah, it's the whole world down there. Is Sheep mm-hmm. Show the one you can go with? Like you can go with some money and throw it on an auction and get a pretty good price hunt. Ooh, not really. I mean, <laughs> no, not really. Like you can get you can buy a auction hunt but it's not going to be cheap no oh, i thought like if you went with like a few grand oh you could walk away with some pretty cheap hunts because everyone's worried about sheep yeah one percent you gotta be in less than one crush my dream going to less than one percent bring um, your checkbook if you join less than one when you're down there you can go into this uh it's a they have a drawing mm-hmm. okay and that's pretty popular these days i mean to get down there and do that um 30 some bucks 40 bucks to get in and then you join the, the sheep uh, foundation also so it's another 40 bucks i would say it's yeah it's a bit less than 100 bucks to get in and with your name in there they draw for like 10 or 12 sheep hunts jeez oh, that's your best chance to win a sheep hunt in North- i can't believe i'm actually saying this so everybody else gonna be down there next to me like <laughs> hey i guess what i won my first time here i'm like i'll be like shit where is the sheep show reno reno jeez and uh we should go but Let's go. it's a like for me i mean why wouldn't i go my best chance ever going to sheep hunt yeah because i can't yeah. afford one i mean they're 60 70 they sell them in those auctions that night when you if you go to the to the dinner and everything it's the governor's tags and stuff oh and they do it live hundred eighty thousand dollars. holy shit oh yeah oh that's google i mean that's dude can you go and just get drunk and watch the auction uh that's what i do Dude, we gotta go. That'd be so fun. Just watch rich dude spend yeah. two hundred grand right in front of your face. Yeah, without even like, batting an eye. I'll yeah. have another rye whiskey and I'll have another rye whiskey. Yeah, yeah. The cheap one this show. time. It's yeah. pretty. I need pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. We should go. Airshine like raises hand. We would actually enjoy the leisure of not working the show. Oh yeah, it'd be fun for sure. They raise millions of dollars per night. That's crazy. That's pretty Horse incredible. And like, does Boone and Crockett and Pope and Young have a lot to do with that too? Do they go in they, on that or uh, they... Boone and Crockett was one of the sponsors a couple of years ago, but 
after that. I don't know if they had where they were last year because I wasn't able to go last year. My mom's health, and I wasn't able to go then. But I missed that show. But that was the first one I missed for a while. Mm. But there's. I'm so sorry many, we keep getting off the panel. No, 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 like, no. There's no, so many good. interesting no, side it, stuff. It's cool <laughs> to talk about that stuff because. In conversation, that's where you're going to learn that stuff. But yeah. Not a lot of people probably even know about the sheep show. Well, that's the thing. You know, I mean, I go down there, and if I can win a, win a sheep hunt, that'd be great. Be a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those guys, that's what they're, do- that's what they're doing. Okay. And, well, here's the best part, okay? the one, Lesson one is pretty I, – I love that part of it. It's this Friday night. So at the end of the sheep convention that day, then they have lesson one, so everybody's over there. And, like, one one year – we walked in, they give you a Yeti mug for your 75 or let's say it's 100 bucks. You give you a Yeti mug, go in, it's free beer. Just fill up your mug? They just get no, you just hand, hang on to that and they just give you free beer. All Blue Moon. Really? When we were just talking about? Yeah, you guys, did you guys hear Bucky's Blue Moon story? Yeah. One of I my buddies, not. one of my buddies, uh, him, and his, him and his friend, uh, they invented Blue Moon and they started selling it at the Rocky Stadium and then they got more popular, more popular, more popular. And then they got invited up by Coors. Uh, they wanted to talk to him about buying them out. And That's pretty incredible. One guy left, and my buddy stayed with him. He still works for him, and he chases moose. Like, he sent me a great, great picture of the sheep. Let's get him in on a podcast, Bucky. He's, he's would he all, do it? Oh, yeah, he would. I would say if he's in the area, I mean, he'd probably come out this way. Are you flying? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, let's do it. He's on, he's on like, my probably better chance of getting a lot of, a lot of does he need any like three take, drunk dudes to go with him and drink beer and go take him moose? i'll just take him hunting sometime like he chases moose all over the place like, <clears> really yeah, are moose his thing yeah that's his deal. Mies. well yeah, see if he wants like to mentor three drunk dudes <laughs> see what he make says. it four throw you in the batch I'll, and let's go i'll talk to john tell him we really love blue moon oh well, we love his work we just had some yeah. <laughs> great, work. His work. great work <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean so you mean guys like that and once I started going out there, I met a bunch of those guys and mm-hmm. be friends with them, and they're from all over the country, you know. It's cool. It's awesome. Just like this, you know. Yeah. Like-minded people, and that's mm-hmm. what it is. I mean, it really For sure. Is. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's funny, the small, like, if someone's like, oh, hey, you know, so-and-so, I'm like, we hunt? Like, that's our first question. If we don't hunt, I don't give a shit. Don't, <laughs> right, you know, right? Probably don't know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Hunters are cooler people, usually, I think. Yeah. But it, maybe it just seems that way, because... Because they're interested. You get relatable with them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I was at, on the panel, so you, you meet all these guys, and, you know, some of these oh, guys sure. are from, they're from, like, what, a couple guys from Canada or BC. Is there any guys from Mexico that are there? There was none this time because they didn't have anything that was, uh, mostly it's bighorn sheep, mm-hmm. desert bighorns. Um, I figured muleys would have a big chunk of, like, yeah, I don't from know. Mexico. Yeah. There was none, nobody there from Mexico this time, but usually there is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, some of these guys, you recognize their name. Like, I'm like, oh, that guy measures a lot of elk. Like, mm. when you get, like, a you know, Fair Chase magazine or... or you see repeated names. You see right. those names, like, oh, Fred oh, King. Fred before. King measures a lot of, he measures a lot of elk. He's from, he's from Montana. Oh. Um, so he gets a lot of that stuff. Yeah. A veteran, but he's been on there a long time. Mm-hmm. Guys like from Stan Zerble from Wisconsin. I mean, he's measured stuff all over and mm-hmm. stuff, and he's he measured a lot. But it's fun to be on that stuff with these people that you you might not know, but they, but by the end of it, I mean, you're all friends and for you're sure. Like best yeah. Oh yeah, you're like that close, <laughs> and mm-hmm. yeah. you're doing like focused work together. Like you're yeah. you're 
determining records, right? At yeah. the, this point, the top five of the year. I mean, determining world records. So, yeah. what type of pressure is it like? What, I, I mean, you started with muskox, but I mean, all twenty nine big game species in North America. Like yeah. I, the big leagues, got to be the whitetail, yeah. the muley, yeah. the elk. Like yeah, it was kind of cool because like you get down there and. So, like, day one, so you get in the night before, and everybody just glad-handing, and everybody has a couple of beers, and we talk, and, you know, how was your trip? Shoot the shit. So, yeah, kind of like that. Mm-hmm. The next day, we went over, and it was, uh, so it's based out of Springfield, Missouri. Uh, so, everything is taking place in the Bass Pro Shop World Headquarters. Oh, yeah. So, they bought a building next to it. It's Kmart building. So, they use it as, like, a warehouse. So, it was, like, a big room, and it was just, like... Just block walls and like not fancy at all. Like, yeah, bunch of lights up here and there, and we just measure just everything's just world record. Everyone in old in an old Kmart. There, there, <laughs> weird. There are so heads weird. and horns everywhere. everywhere. It was so cool. Like, I'm like I walk in, I'm like, oh, just lock the door. You're like a kid in a candy store. Wearing a- <laughs> leave me in here to die. Just leave me here. I'll be so honest. did you touch every animal in there? Well, I you get. As a team, you get, you know, on some, so you don't get to measure everything. But, mm-hmm. you know, some of the stuff I really wanted to measure, I didn't end up getting to measure a lot of it. Yeah. There was a big white tail from Pennsylvania, and I believe it's a new Pennsylvania state record. And I was going to be on that one, and then I get pulled off to be on something else. Mm-hmm. But, like, you get in there day one, and it's like, we're just going to knock out all the uh, all the, all the the skulls. Okay, so yeah. all the bears, and we do all those. And uh, my friend Gil and I, we had measured like two bears, and they're like, "Well, we're going to do something else." And all of a sudden, they're like, "Nope, give give Bucky and Gil that uh, that non typical whitetail." And I'm like, "That's weird." I'm like, "What do we do wrong?" I thought we did something wrong. Right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, so also, you got kicked you off the whitetail. Like, what yeah, the hell? You put the back of line, and uh, also I bring up this whitetail, and I'm like, "Oh man!" And he puts it down. And it's like there are there are tines everywhere, like. I'm like, this is going to be a while. And Gil's from New Mexico. Uh, Elko, or Elko, Nevada? That sounds right. And um, and he doesn't measure a lot of whitetails. And then uh, Justin comes over and goes, I just was going to give you the whitetail right away. That way I'd just get this out of the way. Like, what I do to you? Right? What yeah. I do to you? And uh, so it was three hours we took. To wow. Measure, to measure, to measure one. Yeah, just us. How long were you down there total? A week. Damn. It's a lot of do work. You have, do you have like a cert? Do you like whitetails the best, or do you have a certain animal that you like measuring the best? No, I love them all. You love them all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of them are hard to do. Muskox pretty tough. Yeah, I mean it's cool, but I like I like measuring sheep because well, it's just one of those things I really want to chase. Touch and just a moose. Yeah, a moose was fun to do there because like you get teamed up with the, from these guys with like Canada. Well, they measure moose all the time. Right. It was so cool. It's like. It's totally easy. They just wham, they drop a line. And I'm like, it's that easy? Yep. And I always struggle with it a little bit because I don't, you I don't do get it. to touch a lot. You don't get to do it all the time. But yeah, I really hit it off of it. That there's a guy from Canada there, Heath, Heath Drager. I, he and I were, yeah, he could be from Wisconsin. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did just fine. Okay, he can drink. He ain't too far off. Oh, yeah, he can, uh, he's, he's like six foot something. He's just a giant. Just a giant guy. Just Norwegian as fuck. <laughs> <He's just> like, <laughs> whatever the hell you guys are. Super fun. Super late. You know, you know, you're just drinking water and 
coffee and whatever during the day, but at the end of the day, you know, everybody goes to, goes to eat somewhere and we all socialize together and talk about hunts and yeah, drink up beers. That'd be yeah. fun, super fun, kind of an honorable thing in, in itself, but also like honorable, like in the camaraderie, like yeah. you're cutting it up with like measuring legends. Yeah, you're but, a measuring legend. You know that, right? No, not you're in really. the mix. Yeah, yeah, you are. So. Why you the are fuck now. would they invite you if you weren't? I have no idea. <laughs> I bet you guys just, had some pretty good uh, scoring stories back in the day. Like always. Some screwed up ones, like crazy people bringing stuff in. Well, you bring stuff like, like that whitetail. Like that whitetail we got. That That's was a good topic. That was a good one. I mean, a lot of guys were like, so what do you do here? And I'm like, well, this is what I would do. Yeah. Like, and, you know, when you get to talk about it, you know, and that was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. He yeah. ended up he ended up in the 260s. Two. Yes. Non-typical. It's incredible. Yeah. Louisiana. So we're going to cut through some pictures here that you have. Yeah, sure. Um, and we'll try to be as audible with them for the podcast, uh, depending on how this episode cranks. I just, what I'm worried about is saying we're going to crank this out on video and it not translate to the photos type. Oh, right, right. You know what I mean? Eric, grab a couple of beers. Yeah. Um, so this first one, do you want to just cut through them in the order that they're in? Yeah. And some of the scores, if I don't mention it, um, that's because... The Boone and Crockett has to notify the trophy owners of what the final score is. Yeah. Now this episode is going to be well after you know close to the awards and and that'll already be out. But my score that we had on our score sheet might not be the official score. Just maybe oh. avoid it. Maybe say right around. Yeah, that's what I was. Some guys yeah. watching. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. And and I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know how. I'm not a video editing expert, yep. and I don't want to promise something and then be like, what the fuck? It never came out. Yeah. So if it's out, you see it. If it's not, yeah. you know, I'm sorry. Well, that's cool. So what's up with this goat? That's a monster, first of all, but. Yeah, Arizona, I believe. Arizona. That's yeah. a spot for antelope, isn't it? In the 90s. Well, it's too super tough to pull a tag. Is it? Almost impossible, yeah. Um, Are they all like that down there, just mondos? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, that's, I think it's huge. that's pretty, uh, pretty substantial. I mean. He's like, yeah, 45 aside, something like that. I mean, that's pretty giant. 18 inches. What's a, booner, what's a booner pronger? Uh, 80. 80, and that was what? 90. Holy smokes. Somewhere I'll take one of those. Giant. That's that white tail. Wow. Yeah, he's pretty Now what I pictured when you said 260. Well, he's got a small frame. Yeah. But you're from Iowa. True, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Like Eric, you might that, actually that deal like two sixty to you. I don't even know what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I get oh, pretty, sorry. I get pretty good done. video of it. Actually, I get some. I got a couple of videos. Look at that hat, though. What's up? Yeah, I like how you rocked our stuff. That looks wow. Dude, that's, a, that's a beginning. That's a beginning of the week. And I don't I'm know why the like, moose stood out in the back. More. I'm just like lock the door. Leave me in here to die. I'm going to need a minute. Look at all the animals there in just that one picture. Yeah. Caribou do not look. I measured some when I did my measuring class, and I that's the last time I measured one. So a caribou are so freaking cool. They're pretty cool. And actually, like, I would love to have, like, a shoulder mount for sure because their hide is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's so soft. I mean, it's just crazy how nice their hide is. Um. We measured that, but I don't know what the score was off the top of my head. Holy moose. Gee willikers. Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. Like, it was so heavy, they picked it up, 
And handed it to you? And then I walked in behind it and held it, and then they backed up. I mean... Two guys lift that up for you. Yes. That's like almost... Of course. Almost like your waist here. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course, I had bad legs. So I'm like, yeah, I can't back that up. They're like, oh, we'll help you. There's a guy standing behind him. You wow. just can't see him. This is magic legs. Isn't that something? That's the same moose? I believe it is, yeah. Yeah, that is. Holy moly. Guacamole. God dang, man. That's the new number. South Dakota Ram? Nope. Number five. Oh. Um, Bighorn Sheep. Um, that's actually off of Wild Horse Mountain, or Wild Horse uh, Island, and that's in uh, Montana. So it's a <clears throat> state refuge for Montana, and they grow like this, they have this genetically in crazy uh, herd of bighorn sheep. Like they're all giants. Oh, really? I think there's three out of the top five or six that are off that island. No kidding. Wow. Where at? And what's Wild Horse Island in Montana? Really? It's and to to get a sheep like that in your hand is like it's so Once massive. In it's like so massive. You can't even like uh, just imagine just holding its its head up. I mean, it's just so heavy. It's insane. That was uh but that and so that sheep because it was because it was picked up and it's collected. Oh, so that can be entered into the record book. So the Montana Game of Fish, they donated that to the Heads and Horns collection and that sheep will forever be in the Heads and Horns collection, which will be in Springfield, Missouri forever. No kidding. Well, that's Springfield, cool. Missouri, that's where the Heads and Horns collection that was actually started by by Roosevelt and yeah, and Bergernell. That's how that started, and it started in the Bronx Zoo. Oh, yeah. Really? And it, it's been moving around. It was in Cody, Wyoming when I saw it years ago, and now it's in uh, Springfield, Missouri. But it's so, pretty cool to see it. So you're saying they, they found that ram dead? Dead, yeah. And then the other, like, one and wow. two were also dead. Okay, and they and both came off that island. So I think all three, three all three in the top five, I think, came off that island. Like, that's incredible. That is insane. Yeah. That's Ray Grace and I. He's from. Uh, he's a record director for Pope and Young. I'm day rocking, pull back and let go the whole time. Rocking the Boone and Crockett apron. Huh? Just killing it. Just a regular Midwest guy. Who them else? Slicker and shit. Gee, Willikers. Isn't that like? It's incredible Whoa. how. It's like half elk, half moose. Massive they are. That one's a freaking. What what spe- uh, subspecies of elk are those? Well, the one on the left's from Pennsylvania. Ugh. And that's considered wild? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. That's wild out. Holy shit. Yeah. Actually, I, I had... It's like a drop time, basically? Yes. It's a non-typical. Um, <laughs> he's ginormous. Like, just to he's pick it up. He's ginormous. Is that the same out? That is not. Yeah. It, yes, it is. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Look at that thing. Oh, freak. my yeah. <laughs> what a freak. <laughs> Getting into it. Measuring that all serious. That's your that, serious that face one, right there. That one tine on that elk. Or one, two, the three. The non-typical one? Three of the non-typicals are over 18 inches. <laughs> the mass on it is just, it's incredible. Let me see here. 12 inches on the base. So, are you kidding? No. On each base. 
The foot. That's a foot. That's a foot. It's giant. It's a big foot. Oh my gosh. What yeah. a great animal, huh? Measuring that giant white tail. That's a good moose. God dang. So that's what you say that's by drawing a, the line right there? Yeah, that's a shiris. That's a you know, you would think that's a you would think that's a, a rocky. big Canada moose or whatever. Yeah. Nope, that's a shiris. Yeah. That's giant. I've seen some giant shires moose alive. Yeah. In a unit that I guess was like a 17-point unit. Oh, yeah. In Colorado. Yeah. And I was the only reason I know how big it was. One, I thought they were huge, but I saw two of them together, and I was with Jeremy from Buckstorm. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, you'll never see a shires moose bigger than those. He goes, those are both Boone and Crockett. Really? Like monsters. I saw a big one in Wyoming one time. Really? Giant. Yeah, it ran <clears throat> away. <laughs> right, I've never seen a movie. Did we tell this story on the podcast? I don't think we have, uh, yet. We have yet. This is worth the intermission from um we're interrupting you again, Bucky. We're fucking great at that. It's Sorry. okay. Sorry, Sorry it's all my fault. We were going through Jackson Hole after our bear camp and like there's something annoying about seeing like all these people like just like disregarding respect for animals by like just crowding them, and everyone's parked on the side of the road. And Traffic rules at that point. Do you know what I mean? Kind of, It's just kind of like, man, let them do their things. Like, take pictures, but kind of be respectful. What are you doing? Like, the whole time I drive through, I'm like, I hope you get stomped out by Mama Moose, you know? <laughs> A little harsh. But uh, but also, like, it's hard to feel bad for people when they're they're pushing the boundaries. You see people getting fucked up by bison and Yellowstone. Well, Yellowstone alone, they're always getting hurt because people are... They disrespect the animal. They have no common sense. I think you're pretty neat, but I respect your distance. That's like, great. that's what you need to operate on. Operate on that. Think of that there. guy. But anyway, uh, all these people are getting out. I'm like, it ran away. I yelled out the window. <laughs> yeah, there's like 12 cars lined up. There's people like running up trying to get pictures. Yeah, there's like an Asian, trying by. It ran away. <laughs> like an Asian family taking pictures. Like, they ran away. <laughs> I mean, hey. Let's see that. Like, go back to that. So the buckets there were holding the, that's a, the, the roof was leaking. So it's like isn't not fancy, but it's like you know the old Kmart. If you look at it, look at an animal like that, okay. And it was so cool because I'm holding it, I'm rolling it upside down, I'm t- tipping it side, getting the main beam off it and stuff, and you know measuring this and that. You're actually in the shoes of the hunter just for a split second. Yeah, yeah. To be able to walk up on an animal like that and pick it up, it's got to be just like it's got to be just. Once in a lifetime. I'd be nervous just moving that thing around. I, well, it, it, it was so heavy. It's not like you're going to snap it. True. You, know, like, true. you have to be super careful. I mean, there is that. You know, right. But, well, what's the hunter thing when he has to ship out his animals like this? Like, it's got to be kind of nerve wracking, right? Yeah, I have a video, actually. It's in here and all these crates. There are just crates everywhere of all these giant crates. And they're like, well, the, the full mounted sheep and stuff. They come in a crate. They get invited. I'm not sure how that works. I don't know who pays for the shipping, but a lot of it's shipped into Cabela's or Bass Pro. Right. So they take the freight for it. So they know what they're it. doing, yeah. Yeah, they take the freight for it. That's a muskox. The boss. Of, isn't that the boss, right? Yeah, that's a boss, yeah. That's measured. You have to get it way down in there and then measure across and get a circumference. And so I do weird. remember that from measuring school, and I know like on the mounts they cram hair, loose yeah. hair in that. It's hard to get in there. To yeah. patch it. It's nice that it's not mounted, so it doesn't have the hair in there, so you can get down to the bottom of the boss. It's insane. That's, that's a number five sheep. Wow. Yeah. That head probably weighs like 100 pounds. <laughs> it's, just, it's amazing. I, I want to say the base are like 16. 
Hey, that's over a foot. Like that big. Did I ever tell the story how I got yelled at in measuring class? You know, see how you guys have your steel tapes? Yeah. Over the horns. Yeah. I didn't have my steel tape yet, and they were like, "Shit, we hit, we're measuring sheep." And I ran a cable over it and taped it, and I was like, "Well, until I get my tape, I at least like kind of want to see what it is, out of curiosity." And uh, I won't drop the guy's name, but it, yeah. he pissed me off pretty bad. Yeah, I'll tell you after. He's like, no, 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 no. Stop the whole class Uh-oh. and like called me out for running a cable on of it instead of a steel tape. And the whole time I'm like, man, you could have just came up and been like, hey, man, can you just wait to get your steel tape? Yeah. But I was just curious. I wanted to run the steel cable to see what, how big it was. Yeah, yeah. So I was like doing it because they had to like still get them for us or whatever. Was he, was he mad that you used the cable or was he mad because he jumped ahead and just He was mad measure. that I used the cable instead of the steel tape. Mm. And like he, the way he did it, I was just like. Dude, you didn't, like, I want to just be like, you didn't have to be a fucking asshole about that. Like, right. you could have just came up and been like, yeah. hey, let me grab your tape for you if you're that anxious to measure it. Yeah. Um, I think he's dead now, but <laughs> um, I'll tell you later. He fell but off a cliff. I think he's a great guy. I think he just, like. Probably got excited. Yeah. But I was <laughs> excited. Yeah, well, then. Say there's a lot of mean, but I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the room when you have all those. Yeah, big, big but stuff. I wanted to just see what it was right. sitting in front of me. I'm like, I'm gonna, what's the difference? That yeah. cable ain't going to stretch. Right. But anyway, that's <laughs> a, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that. That's a good sheep. He might not be dead. Sorry if you are. Isn't that awesome? He's dead. I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that is insane. How how much does that head weigh? How much does that shoulder mount weigh? I'm not cheap. I didn't I didn't even think. I, there was no way I was touching it. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. They probably just put that one sheet of drywall up just for that. I don't know. <laughs> I think we did. It's like one sheet. <laughs> they had video and stuff there. They were doing videos on it. How big was that musk ox there? Uh, almost 130. What's a monster? Like, what, what's what's a, a Boone and Crocker or Pope and Young? That's it. 130? Oh, that is? That's a new world record. No, no, no. What's oh, the minimum? Oh. Um, I'll tell you. I think it's 105. Oh, damn. So it just blew it out of the water. Yeah. 105. 105 or 103. So do these hunters have a pretty good idea? Like, if you shoot a musk ox, like, hey, potential new record musk ox. You know what I mean? Do they know? They should. I mean, the guide should be able to tell them. And like a musk ox, a lot of those are shot up by Nunavut. Nunavut. Yeah. Like, they shoot almost all the muskox. I don't know. Everything I see. Where the hell's that at? It's up towards our Arctic Circle. Like, really cold. Yeah. And it's not any fun. No. But you can hunt them in different times of the year, but. It looks like a wig. It's, it's 105, yeah. <laughs> it does look like a wig. <laughs> it does. <laughs> just a toupee on a buffalo. It's just a giant, though. I mean, I measured a couple, though. So that's the new world record? That's the new world record, yeah. Yeah. Some slammers. Big ass so bears. Wow. Like what were them bears? Uh they're both grizzes. Um Hey guys, we're interrupting. Doing the biz. You know what I mean? That's right. So we do, do up here. That's what we do up here in the biz. Tis what it is. The podcast is brought to you by Loophold Optics. And right now we're talking about the RX Full Draw Five. Mm. Um I have that baby. I used it wow. in Bear Camp this spring. I do not have everything set up on it um, as far as, like, the arrow trajectory marks and stuff like that. Um, but here we go. Built for the bow hunter and the competitive archer, um, the most ballistically advanced archery rangefinder on the market. It uses your bow's velocity, peep height, arrow weight, 
um, and the angles of your shot calculates laser accurate ranges based on your specific gear. So in working class terms, you enter your information, you know whether or not you're going to hit that limb or not when you shoot your bow. So from the 3D range to hunting, it's a bow hunter designed specifically for guys like Doug. They do the math for you. So you don't have to. It's basically taking the step of like the angle compensation takes it to another level. So you're just more aware of everything else. Um, Kick-ass rangefinder. I've had a few loopholes rangefinders, and I've enjoyed every one of them. Love them. To be honest with you. The podcast is also brought to you by Trophy Line. Right now, they have one. If you don't have a Roteman one, you need to get on that for your safety needs. But uh, like the saddle kits that you can get, if you're wanting to get into saddle hunting, they sell complete kits. Everything you need, the Covert Light Saddle Kit. Um, they even have fancier saddles, Covert Prime Saddle Kits. Um, they're the shit. They're great people, and they're uh, American-made platforms and sticks. So why would you not support them? What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Should I not do that on my plugs? No, you're good. No, it's great. Um, also, the new Flex from Spy Point is coming any day. We're getting excited format button on the camera for your SD cards. This is the biggest deal for me. Over the air firmware updates. You your camera once you put it out never has to come back to your house yeah, never. unless you're going to do something wild to it. Um over the air firmware updates no matter whether you like it or not, technology, your phone, other cell cams whatever is going to need a firmware update eventually. If you can fucking do it without leaving your house or do it from your phone with the spy point app aren't you already winning we're all busy you don't got time to go grab your camera and that precious spot pull it out do a firmware update go back into your spot and and do that again um over the air card formatting huge deal yep dual Mm -hmm. sim auto connectivity it doesn't matter what cell service you got in the area it's going to find what works for it it's going to find you that test button too though i mean how many times you set up a cell camera and you walk in front oh, of it eight yeah. million times until it takes a picture? And then you sit there and wait while it takes more pictures? Yep. Until <laughs> it finally says it to your phone. Where's the easy button? It's yeah. fixing all trail camera inconveniences. It so really is. It's a big deal. And I'm, no more using sticks either, people. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. I hear you. No sticks behind it. Listen to the podcast. And thermoseat. Um, right now, I mean, we talk about the D wedges, the tree stand replacement seats. They also have like. Insulated body mats for the mechanics. I got to get down on oily, nasty floors. We know how that is. We always call them um, airplane mats. That's yeah. what we call them at deer. Or throw it on your cot. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, stay warm. Stay warm. That's a move right a little, there. A little, little layer of insulation in between you. That's a move. Yeah, insulated body mat. There you go. Twenty two ninety nine. Save deal? yourself some money. WCTS at thermoseat.com. Throw it on the back of your truck. Take a nap. You have a, you have a warm-ass body, and you save some money. What's up? <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> and Victory Sick. Arrows. Um, I'm shooting the RIP TKOs. They have a ton of options for hunting if you can't get them. Um, in a store near you, Black Ovis has an arrow builder. So you can have Victory Arrows built through Black Ovis and shipped to your house. It's amazing. What the hell else? Don't do get much easier them? than that. That's right. I feel like I'm mad at our ads this week. Like I'm just like yelling at people to just do what we say. <laughs> And last but not least, SlickTrick.net. Um, a lot of new heads coming out. Uh, the SS3, the Assailant, the Raptor Trick, the Viper Trick. Some of those are familiar heads for us. We've talked about them in the past. Um, they're all awesome. Use code WCB 
get yourself into some good killer broadheads. They're all kick ass. And back to the show. Oh, Thanks for being here. Dang. Grizzly skulls are nuts. That one's got a hole in it. Oh, really? Yeah. If you got a hole? Pictures, yeah. From the hunter killing it there? Yeah. Like he shot at the head on purpose or getting charged? Or do you know the story? I don't know. know. We don't get to hear that part of it. That sucks. I know. So you're kind of like drawing conclusions while you're doing it? Kind of. You know, it could have went up, you know, through the chest and exit out one side of the head. I mean, they're pretty, I want to say they're. Look at that ram in the background. Woof. Woof. That's right. Woof. Grizzly bears are man eaters, aren't they? <laughs> they don't like people. They like eating them. <laughs> they don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when you said you're going in high altitude, I'm like, there's a lot of bears up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bought my 15 round bear spray. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'm willing to do the paperwork if it gets that close. That's right. So that that's actually kind of cool. Um, like that picture. It was locked. No, it's just they're just laying there on top oh. of each other. So all those heads, those are all kids. Are you yeah, kidding? Those awesome. are all kids entries. So they don't. They're not necessarily you know top five, top ten. Any anyone that's under sixteen that shot, shot a trophy animal. If if I'm measuring something for you and you're under sixteen, and I check that box, they'll invite you. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. So anyone, for, anyone under sixteen can yeah, go. Yeah. That's wow! Awesome. Still, they'll get your head out there yeah, and everything. Is huge. But isn't that cool? It's very cool. So someone under sixteen shot that moose. Yes, was the both of them. Yeah, there's two. <laughs> there's that PAL. That thing was the talk of the town, huh? Well, it it was. It's massive. I think that might be a different one. No, it's got the same. No, that's the same one. That one's cool, actually. I I came home. <laughs> it's a elk out of. Uh, uh, tribal land in Arizona. Uh, <clears throat> it's tribal land. And measured it. It's pretty big. And I came home, and I was home for a couple of days, and I spent Tuesdays with my mom, and uh, she needs help and stuff, health. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I said, I measured this stuff on my laptop, and I'm showing her pictures. She's like, is that a, what is that thing? You know, she has no idea, you know. Just a regular old farm girl from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's it's a pretty big elk. It's from uh, Arizona somewhere. And and I'm like, we're talking about it. And then we went through. So she was crocheting or something. So she's doing that. And I'm sitting at the table and I'm flipping through a Bollinger magazine or something. And I look and I'm like, boy, that elk looks giant. And I page it again. I'm like, there it is again. I'm like, son of a bitch. Is that that elk I measured? <laughs> I get my laptop and I look. I'm like. It's the same elk. Oh, that's awesome! It was awesome because it like so because of COVID they had, they couldn't hunt. They didn't want to bring anybody in to hunt. So it was somebody from the tribe. He ended up shooting that thing with his bow, I believe. Wow! No kidding. Yeah, it's a cool connection. Well, and he's he's got like he's got tines on top of his eye guards. That's how I could tell. Oh yeah. Oh. I want to say he was in his four thirties. <clears throat> wow, four thirty. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the one. Giant caribou. <clears throat> There's the musk. That's the hole you're talking about? That big hole. Come on. Wow. Exited through his head. He what a bummer. That's Alaska. Yeah, that does look like a, that's an exit for sure. <laughs> yeah. That thing's huge. But, yeah. I mean, they're over four, over two feet. What ram was that, the all-white one? Doll sheep. That's Pretty. a doll. 
Yeah. Actually, that's the most affordable sheep if you would ever want. Really? Them. They're yeah. the prettiest. Yeah. They're yeah. They're all white like that? Yeah. When you say affordable, what are we talking? Mm, 40. 40,000? Dollars? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Is that no, a new yen. Behind it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that pesos we're talking about here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brazilian reyes. Yeah. Can you convert you can, this for me, please? You can hunt them. You can hunt two of them if you can trade them for like a John Deere tractor. Like I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dick suck. Isn't that crazy? Shit fuck. <laughs> but that's, they're pretty cool. Can I sell huh? a kidney for that much? <laughs> oh, I yeah, even, I'm I sure. Even, I don't even know if you can do that. I don't know if you get that much. Not yours. Oh, I don't think so. My kidneys are good. Nobody it's it's my kidney. liver that's all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so nobody wants your compromised kidneys. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, man. The big meese. That one's actually sell pretty your kidney cool. And go go this one. See that one? On his right side, his palm comes and turns in and makes a shelf. You can't see it here. I have, I have a video of it if you keep going. Giant. That's that non-typical moose. That's oh, yeah. The magazine in it, the yards. Yep, he's got them points. God, caribou are so freaking cool. Really cool. I figured Jordan would like that one. A little pull back and let book let go actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is a video. Oh that was. I believe it is. Does it play it? And don't think it is. That's just a two by four. Keep going. Yep, that's a piece of wood. That's <laughs> you measure that. Yeah. Full mount. That's a pretty good one. You know the thing with caribou is you measure from the top of the tines, you actually measure to the bottom of the palm. Mm. Like the bottom of the beam. You don't do that on any other animal. God, look at how big their nose is. And isn't a half inch a point for yes. a caribou? Yeah. Well, that's weird to me. Yeah, yeah right. Well, why is that? I have no idea. Who who I'm decided not... that? Call yeah. your people, Bucky. Roosevelt and his buddy. Is it me or is that just a weird mount? It's just like staying in there. I think it's the angle. That's cool. Uh... It's the angle of the dangle. It is cool. Those are way up north, aren't they? Yeah. Giant elk. That's a different elk. There's... Is that that Tennessee buck? Yeah. I think it's Louisiana. Oh. That's that crazy one. Yeah. That is uh, Sika Blacktail. Oh, wow. no kidding. Yes, it's big. That looks like a whitetail. Okay. Yes. Or some sort of muley. It looks like a whitetail muley hybrid. He's got something going on on his left side there. And uh, it was it was quite, it was pretty interesting to measure it. It ranks fairly high. And I don't know what place it is in Pope and Young, but it's pretty high. Because that little point's probably part of his base there, ain't it? No, actually, I think it comes off a little bit, but he's all garbled up on his, uh, like, where he wanted to come off a G2 or G1. Like, his base is, yeah, his base came off and it's kind of screwed up. Pretty incredible either way. Take yeah, it. for sure. Yeah. This is pretty cool. That is, that should be a video. That does look like a wig. Looks like a video. He's just sitting there. Um, I might have to click on these videos separate. Yeah. Billy Goat? Yep. What's up with the skull? It's just dry. Oh. Billy Goat? Look how long his beams are, that elk. Yeah, that's unreal, dude. <laughs> it's, keep going. It's so big. <laughs> this has got to be pretty incredible, man, to like... You were in heaven, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Get to see these yeah. animals and these <laughs> yeah. giant sheep. You just tell like, the way you're talking when you're to see a yeah. picture. Like, oh, this is 
I would love to kill a sheep, but man, it seems so out of touch. Wait, this wasn't that long ago then, huh? No, this is uh, April. Oh, shit, just a couple months ago. Yep. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, sheep seem out of touch to me. Yeah. See that guy there? Yeah. That's a veteran shout-out. Oh, yeah, we still got to do that. Yep, he's it. Was that your, like, partner for the week or whatever? That was for one day, but I've known him a long time. I met him at the sheep show a couple times. He's he's actually a guy I look up to. Yeah, we got to do that. Don't forget. Yeah, we won't forget. Slammers, man, everywhere. That's a coos deer. That's a coos deer? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Typical coos white-tailed deer. How does everybody say coos deer on there? Cows. Cows, really? Yeah, well, that's 101. Cows? Yeah. That's a deer, though. I was in kindergarten. That's not how you spell cow. Yeah, I know it. Pretty. It's a guy's last name, right? Uh, Yeah, I think it's blue, something like that. Yeah, that's where I derive from. People are going to listen to this episode like, what the fuck are they talking about? Because they can't see these pictures. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I'm kind. Of, I'm not trying to rush through them, but I also want to be uh, considerate. That freaking antelope. Yeah, some of those are video of the crate. Let me see if we can go back to a couple of videos here. Yeah. I'm going to do my best to try and get these cranked. I just hope it lines up. Yeah. That's cool. It's fascinating, man. We're going to share them with you guys. I mean, it's cool to see some of that stuff. And yeah, the no, videos are awesome. The videos aren't working on here for some reason. That's pretty Maybe wild. it's how, so, I, maybe it's how I, I put them on this SD card. So now that you got invited, can you be invited again? Yeah, I could be. They don't have the same guys every year. They switch it up, or uh, yeah, they change out. I don't know, probably a couple percent of them. Yeah, um, Pope and Young will also do a. They also do a panel, you know, separately. Is there guys that do both Boone and Crockett and Pope and Young every year? Yeah, a lot of guys. It's I mean, got to be exhausting. It's got to be well, and financially. I mean, you're getting down there, taking a week flight. off. Yeah, because you're not getting paid at all for this. No, Mm-mm. you got to be compensated for your travel and stuff, right? Um, you know, the travels out of our pocket. Really? Really? They took care of the rooms for the night, for the week. Straight passion project, man. Kind of. It is. I mean, it is, but I mean, I'm never going to be able to do that again, maybe. Which is maybe. cool. Which, I mean, I was part of that. You'll do So it. now the, the awards are coming up in a couple of weeks in July, uh, end of July. And, and you can say you've been, you were part of that. Well, they, they, they do give us a little like thing during the last night. They invite us all on stage and. They think is for our service. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. cool. Well, what other things are, and I don't know, maybe this is, uh, maybe you don't know, Mm -hmm. but what other things are like these other measures doing to bring like awareness to the club or like doing, like to get the awareness of like, hey, this is what we're doing as measures. Check this out. This is cool. Well, exposure for it, I guess. Everybody individually does all this stuff that I do. I mean, like when you have a trophy that comes into your, to your house and you're doing that stuff out of your time and you're, you're yeah you're spreading that message of conservation whatever it might be you know bowhunting conservation or Puna crockett or mm-hmm. hoping young or it might be even your local club you know yeah i mean um you know like one of the leaders from tony shunin from uh from Boone and crockett it was one night we went to you know, went to a hospitality room for Boone and crockett and we're all sitting there and we're having whiskey and whatever talking about hunting and laughing and joking is fun by sitting on a bed and on a chair and we're just you know shooting the shit and tony said uh he goes hey everybody i want your attention and it's like oh shit he's just he's gonna talk everybody shut up you know he's that guy <laughs> he kind of that guy you know? yeah it's like he's the head of the office there at Boone and crockett 
And uh, he goes, I want to thank all you guys for your service uh, that you do for Bunakaka and the, the message you spread for for conservation and stuff like that. So thanks. Yeah. And I was like, and it was real quiet. And I'm like, oh, I got to shut up. I got to shut up. I'm like, hey, Tony, <laughs> actually, this is what we want to do. I mean, mm. we get to tell the message to every single person that comes to our door. You know, that's the fun of it. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's why that's why that's I get to hear everybody's hunting story, mm-hmm. big, small, or indifferent. I mean, or even the ones that get away. Mm-hmm. Right, you know. I mean, I get to hear that, and it's just because I do it. It's not because sure, of, not because of money. You know? yeah. It's so awesome that you're so passionate about it. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> I mean, just you get all these people. You get to hear all these stories, and you know, it might be from all over the world. I mean, a guy called me, and I measured some stuff for him. He's a good guy. And uh, he calls me and goes, hey, um, you know any of them sheep? You ever hunt those things? I'm like, I've never hunted them, buddy. But, and uh, I said, I haven't hunted them yet, but I said I'd love to. He goes, well, I know you're talking about the one that you're over measuring my, my musk oxen. You know what? I thought, to hell with it. I'm just going to go hunt them. So I, I, got a, I got a tall sheep hunt. I'm like, well, good job. I said, when's that going to be? Oh, it's going to be this fall. Buy me one. He goes, but he knows a guy that knows a guy that has a client that just backed out down to Mexico and he offered a desert big horn. You think I should do it? I'm like, damn, Jerry, I don't know if, if you think you can do it, man. I, you should jump all over it if it's a good price. He goes, you know what? The hell with it. I'm just going to do it. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later. Okay, okay bye. <laughs> Click. He just dropped like 40. <laughs> That's it? You know, 40, 50, whatever, 60, whatever it was. You know, and he's like, and uh, so it was a couple weeks later. Well, it was a couple quite a few weeks actually it was the night before i got hurt uh, before a tree fell on me and uh, and his son and uh soon to be wife were in my during my shop where i was measuring deer for them and i entered them into pope young and uh and he goes oh hey jerry just shot a shot a bighorn down in uh, mexico i'm like no way so i i texted him uh, about a week ago or so i'm like get that cheap yeah kid and he's like no it's like six months Oh really? Yeah. So, so he's gonna have you measured. I'm sure, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just so funny. It's hey, pretty cool. You done one of those? No. Hey, I'm doing it. You know about those sheep things? <laughs> those sheep things. Just a regular guy, you know. He's like, he's like, like he's a regular rabbit in his backyard, you know. Yeah. But one he worked his things. ass off. I mean, he's he's worked his ass off, built a big business, and it's awesome. Done well, and he's like, I'm gonna go hunting. Is it pretty standard oh, practice for those guys dream. to full mount those when they kill them? A sheep. Yeah, it uh, all depends. Um, if you have the space for it, I mean, I think he's adding on to his house for for like Tom Moran style, uh, something like that. I mean, he has a moose in there. He's got a couple of pretty big. He has a full size muskox. They're not that big. Size. They're big, but they're not that big. Not really, but they got to be standing on something. Yeah, yeah. You can't she, just have them on the. Ground. I mean, what's a full size muskox weigh? Oh, they're they're smaller than a than a bison. They're not um, as big as you think, though. They're they're stout and long, kind of. They're short. Right. Remember at Peterson's? I wasn't there. Oh, you weren't there. I thought you left PA. Huh? When we were out at PA, we went to Peterson's Bowman. Yeah, yeah, I left already. You were there, weren't you? Yeah. Remember that one full mount bison they had in there? It was not that big. Their size no, was small. It wasn't. It was like in her office room. Like a small pony. Yeah, oh, it's no like a kidding. mini horse, kind of. Yep. No kidding. Yeah. I thought they're, they were bigger than that. It's yeah. like a long mini horse. And hmm. their hair is super I've just seen them on videos and pictures and stuff. And if you the, took the only a, thing other things staying around is more muskox, you know? If you made a mini horse like one and a half times, that's a, that's a muskox. Hmm. 
terrible comparison, probably. <laughs> I know what you're yeah. saying, though. Yeah. Like, if we wanted to put one right here in the studio on the wall, it'd be tight, but we can make it fit. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. They're beautiful in their mouth. You know, they're a pain in the ass to mount. They got to be just, they said it takes them forever to comb them out. Oh, it's got to. It's all matted. He had beautiful matted hair. And- <laughs> Oh, got dingleberries everywhere, I'm sure, with all that hair. Man. Oh, yeah, they're wild looking. They're Pretty Arctic cool. cows, man. Yeah. What do they, they eat are? out there? Ice? <laughs> Snow? Did, did they get out hair straighteners? And like, Eskimo tears? <laughs> Eskimo tears? <laughs> Eskimo tears? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's Brush. probably offensive to somebody somewhere. Oops. <laughs> they don't some, internet, Esk- don't yeah, worry. some Eskimo out there, they're all pissed off. Some guy listened to our podcast. This is bullshit. I've never cried up here. <laughs> yeah, and I'm freezing. <laughs> it freeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. That'd be cool. Um, Buscox would be a neat to do, yeah. but it's not like... It's, it's not affordable. high on my list because I don't like being that cold. It's, it's affordable. affordable. That's the only reason why it's on the radar. But you can you don't have to hunt them in the cold either. I mean, you can hunt them when it's not cold. But like, you got to hunt them when it's cold, though, right? That's part of the I gig. I don't know. I, uh, one, of my, uh, one of my buddy shot one. It wasn't ice. It was all grain no. out? Yeah. Really? So like 40s? It wasn't too bad. But they're like on the tundra, you know, like they're feeding on brush and berries. And that'd shit. be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, that would be all right. I wonder if the hair windy. is different, like if it's just... I don't know. I bet it, wasn't, I bet it wouldn't be... Yeah, the summer hair. That's good. That's nice. They get a haircut for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> they all got mullets. <laughs> <laughs> Muscat mullets? <laughs> nice. Sick. They're sick, dude. Skin fades. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah, but man, it's cool like you're that involved in that. Like you got that top honors as a measure, and then here you are. You're hitting your low of the year talking to a bunch of yeah. idiots. <laughs> what a right. Low of the year. I mean, it's just kicking your ass with your knowledge. Year. But yeah. it's cool because, you, you know, you get to share that with people. Don't, they'll never know what uh, a bighorn sheep is, like how big yeah. it really is. Right. Dude, I bet you a lot of our listeners didn't know there was a panel. Yeah. I only know about it because of... Pope and Young, you know, being kind of not, I'm not, I won't even consider myself involved anymore, but. No, I didn't know there's so many different <clears throat> species of caribou until you just read them off. Isn't that I thought caribou were just caribou. Yeah. I do want to get a caribou. I do too. It, I, I, cool. It's up there on my list yes. as well. Yeah. Like to be able to get down there and see all that stuff is, that's really something else. It's cool, man. And it's a cool community to be a part of. Like, I do think. Whether or not I know, like a lot of your measuring buddies are probably going to listen to this podcast because you're on, and they probably don't listen to it. the last one. They probably listened to is the last time you were on, which is cool. Like I don't think so. Welcome back, but uh, <laughs> oh, I'm drawing them. the The club is, I mean, I don't know. Like, probably could do a better job appealing to the younger crowd. Like, and that's probably just like it. a harsh. I mean, they're they're always trying to have maybe a, a youth initiative. I mean, yeah. They're trying to get people in, in any organization. No, you're not going to be able to find kids. It's tough, right? I mean, come on. You can't do – I can't even get them to pay attention at the dinner table sometimes. Yeah, you can't even afford to you pay know. attention. You know? Yeah, what right. do you do with, like, phones and TikTok and Joe Biden and all this shit? Everybody put your phone in the middle of the table. That's the way to do it. Right. I mean, really. No, but <clears throat> some of these animals that are, that are taken, all right, so let's say um, maybe not the bighorn sheep, okay, because that's – a little bit different. Okay, like a one of those moose. Okay, if that guy didn't enter it, he wouldn't have to, mm-hmm. and no one would ever know. It's never right. marked yeah. anywhere, and that's what we can do. Is like, you know, we're citizen, that guy we're citizen passed, scientists. That guy passed away, and then all of a sudden, it's in some tavern somewhere collecting dust. 
Yeah. Dude, that's been a topic of conversation a lot in the past years. Like, what happens to all your taxidermy? Like, right? If what's Tom Miranda doing? I mean, I'm sure his ki- he's got. I know he's got kids, but like, what do they don't give a fuck about what's any of this stuff when he yeah. when he passes away? I mean, you sell yeah, it. He could live for a while yet, and his kids could have a collection already. Then you get yeah. My buddy Jim Burns passed away. Man, he had a bunch of animals, and I ne- I never met his wife in my life. Right, but talked to her when she, when he passed. I said, hey, you know, I'd really love to have one of his bigger white tails or at least one of the white tails I was around for right. in camp. And I don't ever know. I got to reach back out to her, but I don't ever know what happened. Like what happens with guys like that and mm. some of these big animals, like it's neat to have record of them when unfortunately everybody passes away. When yeah. you pass away, you're kind of in like hunting record history in a way. Yeah. Well, it's something documented, your, something your kids can go back and see grandpa guy or right. his buck in the books and, and your, name, your name will be in there. It's stamped in there forever. Tattoos. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's cool. And I, I talked to Austin about this the other day at the shoot. We're talking about the same subject. Like, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? And I had, when people come into my, my shop and I'm measuring stuff for them, like, it might not be the biggest buck I've measured or it might not be the, the smallest one either. But they're like, yeah, you know, I hope my kids like it. You know, I don't know what to do with it one day or something like that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, they'll ask like advice. So I get to see a lot of these deer from when they're shot, they're green scored, they're measured, and then they're done. And the next place they're going is on the wall forever. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, before you hang it on the wall, even if you don't want to enter it in the book, um, write a story about it. Write down the whole thing, how your whole hunt happened. Write it on a piece of paper, type it on a, on a computer, print it off. Take that and just just capture that whole story and take that and put it on an envelope and staple it to the back of your deer. That's a good that's fucking idea. idea. That's a because great idea. And then way, you know what else? Yep. Once you're dead, put the coordinates on where you shot it. <laughs> right. And I, you can hunt my spot now. <laughs> Think about that, though. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. You can only open these envelopes when I die. <laughs> and like I like my trophies that I have in the house. I make sure that I have my trophies on the wall, and it's what I decided to take. And no matter how big it is, it's a trophy for me. Like my elk is like my first elk ever, you know. And I have a picture of that, you know, by the uh, the field photo Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. the elk. Each one has a field photo of me by the animal. Mm. And then I have my certificates with ones that qualify. And even if you just took your field photo and stapled it to the back with an envelope with the story. Put it in there. That's a good idea, Bucky. Because that way it's always in there. And be like... Even if you get your deer gets donated to a Cracker Barrel. Sure. At least you, at least <laughs> you know where it's going to be. Cracker Barrel. I actually Everybody wouldn't be mad like, if I died and some, they got rid of my deer if they just end up in a bar somewhere. Right. They're nowhere, I mean, right? Here's the thing. You're dead. Yeah. yeah. Like, really, it's kind of sad to think about where it goes because you cared about it. No one's going to care about that deer like you cared about it. But... If someone knows the story and some nostalgia, like a picture with it, and that's where, yeah. Well, actually, Dakota has probably one of the best. So, my tattooed friend Dakota, he's a barber in Columbus, Ohio. Dude, he's got he collects taxidermy. Not a hunter. He's interested, but he's not a hunter. Not a hunter at all. Were you there? Remember the story about yep. that white? That yep. he has a big buck mounted, like not a monster, but like one fifties, probably high one fifties. A big buck. And I'm like, dang, that's a pretty good buck for a dude who doesn't know big deer and, like, doesn't hunt and just has a head. And um, I wanted him to come on and tell the story. Maybe I will in detail. But he got the buck through a guy 
who oh, I'm drawing a blank on the details. This buck ran into some dude's house during the rut or something. Like maybe saw his reflection in the window. Yeah, it's a wild and story. Fucked up this old dude in the house. Like had this dude bloody as hell. And this other guy heard all the commotion, thought somebody was in the house, like basically murdering this guy. And he walked in and grabbed this buck and like wrestled it down and ended up killing it. Oh and then the dude asked like the conservation officers if he could keep it and mount it. And the dude did. And then Dakota ended up acquiring it somehow, somehow. through the grapevine. Wow. Like this, this, this weird, very unique, like uh, freak accident of this buck just rutted out, run into this house, and in a panic, like <laughs> fucked up this old no. guy and had like blood all over its antlers. Next time he's in town, he's got to come on and tell that story. I don't even know that. Yeah, we hundred percent. I don't even. Think, I don't think he would do it. But he should join like our BS session. That'd be pretty. pretty I don't. Funny. I don't think he would do it. But anyway, he got it through this dude, and like, I guess the guy is like kind of a wild cat who ended up getting it. But he like pretty much saved this old man from this buck that was just rutted out in like in a, in a kind of like he'd have to be a wild cat. He jumped on top of a freaking wild deer and <laughs> wrestled the thing. Yeah, it's like some some inner city wild deer shit. Oh, so man. maybe a third of it is true. You know, I don't know, but it's a great story. Whatever. Ran it down with his car. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, it, it was probably just a roadkill that dude yeah, mounted and whatever. made up that story about it. But <laughs> if uh, it was in Wisconsin, I believe it. I think Dakota yeah. actually, or the guy, I think Dakota has the news article from it. It was in yeah, the paper. He's got something. Oh he has documentation from it that proves that he's not completely full of shit. Epic. Pretty cool. I mean, so that's urban legend. That's, oh, wait. So there's not that many that are actually going to be able to carry on like that. Yeah. You know, so that's where we have a chance to, you know, enter, measure and enter our stuff into, into trophy records and be able to capture that data of this county in this state was able to produce this deer in 2022. Yeah. It's and pretty cool. in 23, it can't because CWD came through and wiped everything out. I mean, it can happen. It could happen. You know, so, I mean, it's data points that we are able to collect. Yeah, for sure. Dude, I, cool. I'm still thinking about that envelope thing. That's a I love great that idea. idea. So I did that. Like I told everybody, I'm like, yeah, I should do that. You should. So I'm in my shop and I'm telling everybody that. I'm like, you know what? I you haven't I, done it yet. I haven't done the envelopes <laughs> on the back of my deer on my shop. It's all my small deer it's get a lot picked of work, out of my man. shop, you know? Right. I have like work. five deer in there and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'll do that. So one day I'm like, this is stupid. I got to do that. So I'm like, so I'm working night shift or something and it's like, all right, so I'm going to write that thing tonight. So Are I'm you going, handwriting or typing it? I was typing it. So I do all my stuff that I'm supposed to do. I do all my tasks I'm supposed to do at the beginning of the night. So at the end of the night, it's like, like a government case, project. Huh? Well, in case if somebody calls you, you have to like respond, you know. Right. <laughs> so you have to like you have to kind of like be on call. So you're like yeah. waiting at the desk in case somebody needs you. So I'm like writing this thing. And as the first one went on, so it was like five nights in a row. So I had like five deer to, to do that for. And as I'm writing, I'm getting more and more excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And it got, it brought me right back into that moment. Wow. That's like, a good idea. And so then once awesome. I did that, and I did it for all my deer in the house, too. And then mm. I saved them all in a file, like on my computer. Because oh, I can go back and relive that moment of, like, yeah. my broken G2. If you ever G2. forget a detail or yeah. something, you can go back and. It's cool, like, to relive that, yeah, that excitement. Sure. It's such a good idea, man. Like, that is, I think that's going to be a hit with our listeners. Like, yeah, it makes so. me want to go back and do it. Because when my kids, like, deer I killed, almost all the bucks I've killed, except for a handful, were killed before my kids were even born. Right, right. They don't know. Right. If, if I don't tell them where I hunted and where I shot, they're going to be like, I wonder where dad shot this. So they 
ripped the envelope off the back one day and mm-hmm. oh he put coordinates on here mm-hmm. maybe they won't give a shit about that those details at the time but if someone does they can look it up yeah and Doug, that'd be like he's gonna have his biggest buck on the wall with an envelope his kids are gonna open it to say nerds <laughs> <laughs> yeah no good stories for you parts unknown <laughs> <laughs> yeah find your own spot <laughs> Nerd. For coordinates, yeah. find your own spot. <laughs> it's a state of confusion. <laughs> Somebody's property. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, great add-in. That's fun for that man. I mean, it, it's important. Carry that on. Hey, let's yeah. do that veteran shout out. I don't want to forget. Yeah, we should. So uh, we had a picture up. Uh, I met my friend down in the sheep show a number of years ago, and uh, his name is Gil Hernandez. So. Uh, looked up to him over the years and a friendly guy. He does a ton of work for the VFW. He volunteers a lot of time. Um, he does a lot for, uh, for veterans, uh, of war since Vietnam. So he does more than anybody that I know actually to help other veterans. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. So Gil, uh, he's in Vietnam, uh, and he he's got a if you ever look him up Gil Gil Hernandez Vietnam if you search that there's a couple of videos of him telling the story, but uh, brief story is that he got caught in a firefight uh, with his uh, tank group and uh, he shot several times. Uh, they took him into a medevac and uh, they brought him into triage and uh, and they were working on him and they they thought they lost him, so they took him out in the yard and uh, they. They lined him up with the rest of the corpses. No kidding. And uh, this guy, it's actually the video is an old biker. And this old biker was the guy that saw him. So, and he tells the story so well, but he's just like, just a brash old biker with a bandana. I mean, he's badass. Like, yeah, you know, and he goes, I saw that guy over there. I think I saw him breathe. And they're like, what? So he went over there and he's like, he's like, hey man, hey man. And he like hits him. And he said, all of a sudden, he just like gurgled, and all the blood came out of all of his bullet holes. And he's like, "This guy's not dead." <laughs> so like, they, they throw him on a cot and they drag him in. And they're like, "He, we just sent that guy." He's like, "He's not, he's not, he's not dead. He's still alive." So they're working on him, working on him. This guy's in the, he's working in like the morgue or whatever. And uh, a little while later, they're like, yeah, we thought we lost him. So he's he's definitely gone now. So they took him back out there, and he's like, he's like kind of keeping an eye on him, and he's like, I think I saw his arm move. So he goes over there, and he hit him like three times in the chest, like beat the hell out of him. He said, and all of a sudden he coughed, and blood came out of his bullet what? holes again. So they pick him up, and he brings him in, and there was like some words said between this guy that worked the morgue and the surgeons, whatever, and they worked on him and. Sound like he was going to make it, and he was like the talk of the whole place, right? Like they picked him up without lights with the helicopter and stuff, and they dragged him out of there, you know. And uh, it, you have to watch a video to get all the the facts, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. uh, and so, anyways, they got him on a airplane that night. They're going to get him back out of out of Vietnam. And when he got into altitude, he died. And they worked on him again, and he came back. God, wow. man. So, so he died three times within. Pronounced, pronounced dead three times. Holy smokes. Like, just badass. Just a badass guy. But you know what? Like, he does so much for for 
Boone and Crockett and Pope and Young, and, and he's a fellow measurer of mine. And he's, I, I mean, I really look up to him. Man. I mean, I really do. Like, of all the veterans out there, I mean, he's one of the guys that, like, sticks out, out of my mind like that. Yeah. You know, like, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a hell of a guy. He, he walks, he, you know, tell you, like, problems with his hips or his back or stuff like that and his legs and, mm-hmm. and his arms um when he shakes your hand his hand his hand's a little messed up from all the surgeries and stuff and he had countless surgeries no kidding man wow just a badass i mean it's it's an incredible story but yeah gil gil hernandez he's a he's a great guy and 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 somebody like like him is what hha and all the stuff that they do we should be proud of mm-hmm. you know that guy Guy like that, a, a hardcore marine. Thanks for your service, Some man. Yeah, yeah, hey, service. Wow. Cheers, that, to, cheers to Gil. That's cheers incredible. That's an insane same story. Yeah, that's great. a heavy wow. great. He looks like a happy guy too. He's the nicest guy that you would ever just want to strike up a conversation with, and very cool. Just a just a hard old marine, you know. Semper Fi, do or die. Ooh, uh, ooh, uh. That's badass. That's yeah, it'd be fun hanging out with him for a day. Just, just hearing the, the stories, he like he's just. He's got a ton of them. Just good old boy. Very and, cool. Anybody's super humble, like a humble yeah. guy where he's like, well, I was a lucky one. I got, I made it home. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's That's just, all there is to it is probably to his mind. You know, yep. I'm back. Yep. Feels guilty. and Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. You hear some wild stories. We've had some heavy, a lot of veteran shout outs. Most veteran shout outs are fairly lighthearted because people are. Mm-hmm. Doing it for a buddy, it's kind of just like the shout out. And some are heavy, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a heavy one. Mm-hmm. He's a good man. He looks like an awesome guy. Just you know what I mean. Just like looking at the photo, it's like a dude you want to hang out with for a day. Hear some good stories. It's like uh, when I came back. You know, I didn't know what was going on. And I didn't know I was getting yelled at. And he goes, "I just want to make sure that nobody's treated like that again." Mm. You know, I mean, holy balls. Yeah. <laughs> right. Shit. But he's a ball hunter. Yeah. You know? Sounds like a bad dude, man. He's a good man. He's a good man. That's awesome. Have him call in. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah, you would. Very cool. But, well, he must know, be a badass measure, too, to be... He gets invited to a lot of panels. He's on a lot. Really? He's actually chaired the panel before. Really? He have a chairman for each panel, yeah. And it was That's cool, this cool. last panel, like, one of the guys that I looked up to in all of measuring is Jack Renault. And Jack was a chairman of mine, and I just, I just think the world of Jack. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is a, that guy is a Christian. I mean, just he is just a good-hearted man. Yeah, and he he'll always treat you with respect and thank you, and he's so kind. And what a what a great what a great organization to be a part of, and fun yeah, to man. be with. And so cool. You meet friends that you're you're always connected with forever. Like, yeah, I was just texting uh, Heath Drager the other day, like, how's farming going in? Saskatchewan, you know. Yeah, so I'm the newest member of the uh, Henry Kelsey. I brought in that record book before. So yeah, it's pretty cool to look at. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I got to flip through. It's like, what's this big book binder you got right here? Uh, this one's just my re- my measuring stuff. These are all just blank score sheets and stuff. But oh, I have all the other binders out there. Like, there's a giant one sitting here next to me. Here, I'll bring it up here. Like, I have all those binders. That's all blanks. Just stuff. Of, yeah, these are all blanks for all the different organizations and like. Like, uh, here's different counties I measured in Wisconsin. Oh, do you fill You're them in? Something? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I'm kind of a dork. Here's you you got to do that. That's cool, man. Yeah, are, like examples, like this is my uh, typical white-tailed deer. And you know how that frames somewhere? 
Nah, I just keep it. I, you know, like Boone and Crockett or Pope and Young, like Pope and Young offers that in a plaque and it's like 75 bucks. The wood one. And it's laminated in it. No, it's like laminated into the wood. Oh. And it's the cheapest thing out there for my, in, in my opinion, because it can never fade. I should do that for my dad's book. I love it. And I tell everybody. The book. Like when you get, when you get this thing in the mail, you really should do it. Like that's my goat. I was wanting to get that because uh, didn't cool. Fred Bear design that artwork on the top of the Pope and Young certificate? I, I don't know about that. I believe you're he, probably right. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, you're probably right. I thought that he did, but I was wanting to get that tattooed. Ooh, that'd be a good one. That'd right, be yeah. pretty cool. But I don't know how it would look. There's a lot of blue in there. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot. Of it stuff might look like shit after like <laughs> ten years. It'd have to be pretty big. Yeah. Back piece. Back piece. Back, I'm, I'm not getting anything but traditional tattoos forever, though. I'm just obsessed with tr- traditional tattoos. Just flash art stuff. I got to bring my bear in. After this podcast, I'm going to go get my bear. I think yeah, I'm... That'd be good. He's, I don't know fun. if he'll make it. Hey, there's the plaque in it. Yeah, that's, I thought it was all wood. There's, well, they, there's, there's, there's some a that, wood one. Some it's a wood and some it's a score sheet. And then, like, I usually just get that white one. I think it looks classy. That does look classy. I should do that yeah. for the guy buck. I love that. They sent me the uh, original, like Polaroids of my dad's buck and the score sheet and everything. Yeah, after you reach out to me, Uh yeah, they're a good organization. Yeah, that article comes out in Peterson. It's crazy they just have that any day. Yeah, they have it in file. There's like file cabinets everywhere. There's got to be. I mean, there's just. I mean, they're like double file caps stacked on top of each other. What do they do with like the digital world now? Oh, like a lot of them are getting scanned in now. Like Pope and Young's going that way; they're scanning everything in. Jeez. And Boone and Crockett now they went over to that. We talked about it on the last podcast, but they got to just have drives full of them. Yeah, there's tons of them, but the pictures and stuff. You have to go through each one of those I mean, individually. Yeah, that's a lot. And of work. scan everything. There's, you know, there's some poor interns out there just doing that shit for free. Mm-hmm. Like, how you do? You want to get in this industry, man? That's one angle. Like for Boone and get Crockett, involved. we can enter our stuff. Uh, electronically now so we do it through their website so you enter the the your trophy data and then you upload the photos so um it works pretty good it's a little like for an older measure they probably won't do it right right mm-hmm. you know i mean there's a learning curve there and it's it's got to be hard for those guys in the office to be able to teach that from abroad of oh yeah, yeah i mean unless sure. you're first hand sitting next to somebody like in the Dells, I'm showing guys, I'm like, okay, here's what you do next. Here's what you do next. And, you know, so I'm helping some other guys. I'm trying to train them kind of how to do it while I have them in my pocket. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm showing them how to do it. But it's got to be just daunting to go through all that stuff. I mean, it's thousands. Of oh, pictures. yeah. It's cool, man. It's a fun process. I, I feel a little guilty that I haven't done more entries, but also like been working on other shit. Yeah, right. Right. I I was helping uh, Pope and Young last couple of weeks. They had sent me a spreadsheet of all these entries that they're behind, and it's missing data. It's missing uh, details of your bow site, you know, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. then I called, I called the, either the trophy owner or the trophy measurer and say, "Hey, here's what's missing. Your your trophy entry is stuck right now. Mm-hmm. So we need this." And then I was trying to help get some of those through because. They're behind. I'm off of work, so I was like, "Well, I can help a little bit." Cause yeah, 
I'm not really on my feet too much, so right. I was well, do something. Keep your mind busy. Well, well, help a little bit. Help the organization. Yeah, for sure. What do you? Um, what do most people do that you've talked to, like with their certificates when they enter an animal and they get their certificate back, like the one we're looking at here? Like, like do they um, frame it next to the animal? Or yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't have. I have four entered. I should have more entered, but I don't. I have them uh, lined up in my bathroom. Which I have a bigger <laughs> bathroom. Yeah, and I have them the frames all together. I don't have them near the animal. And and I'll tell you why. I don't want someone to see the net and then look at the deer and be like, what? Oh. So, but I like looking at them in a row. And I got that idea from, remember the old school Hoyt in the house DVDs? No. When you bought a new Hoyt, no. you got a Hoyt in the house DVD. And the Eichlers um, had a hallway, just a regular hallway. And they had Pope, those Pope and Young certificates lined in the hallway. Really? And just the look of them all together was like... That's pretty damn cool, man. Like, yeah. so that's kind of where I got that idea. Um, and I have my dad's. Uh, I need to get matching frames for them and put them all together. And if, by the time you buy a frame, okay, it's twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Let's say, spend that, and then that way it never fades. Right, sun doesn't yeah. bleach it, nothing like that. And that's why I, I kind of I've justified it. But. I don't know why, but I I entered two of them, and I have both the score sheets and that certificate in my safe. <laughs> oh really? Hang them up and like my. You die. Hang I, don't, up I don't know why they just were in. A, I had a Manila envelope and I just put them in there and hang them in the bathroom of the studio or something. Hang them in Good. the bar. Hang them. Hang them in here. Put it with a deer. Put it with a deer. It's cool. It's yeah, cool to have sure. with it. Know what I mean? It, I'm not big on that. No, you're not. By the time you get the field photo, the trophy photo, get a lot of stuff. It looks kind of tacky. A bunch of frames around it. I do like the envelope idea though. I'll do that. Yeah, Should where be. I'm you big on the envelope. You don't know how to read <laughs> the well, envelope. That's my cool because you staple it to the back. That's fucking amazing, actually. Mm. Yeah, but, I hope a lot of guys do that because your trophy doesn't mean anything to someone else. Mm-hmm. It's a great. I think that's going to be a very popular idea after this episode so. launches. I hope so. One thing I'm big on, and uh, Christian Berg from Peterson's kind of. <laughs> so I, he's a great guy. I love that guy. When I, the first time I was ever in an, in a magazine was for my bear with Clint, you know, and, and then I did that like frame onto Hobby Lobby, and they do like a like if you ever want anything framed, Hobby Lobby's the shit. Oh really? But he's like he sent me the digital version. He's like, yeah, here's the digital version, so you can get it printed on like thick paper and do your thing, so it's on a magazine paper. But I printed it on magazine paper because I wanted it on magazine paper. And he's like, ah oh, man, aren't you like it could fade over time in that frame? And I'm like. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, but I think it's cooler to have it framed on the magazine paper. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Well, if it's it cool does fade, it, it just gives it that patina, too. It's kind of cool. It's cool to have it. It's all in the right place. I mean, my all my heads are kind of on each side of the window and, you know, mm. throughout the, the... I'd like to get a cat. Ooh. Well, my wife won't listen to this. Yeah, I want to get a, I want to get a mountain lion. We got a guy for you. I know. You'll kill a mountain lion. That's what I want to do. It's not hey, that if much. You want a regular cat? We got a bunch behind the studio here. <laughs> not that cat. I'm yeah. trying to get my new winter alley cat. Yeah. <laughs> How bad do you want to kill a cat? Uh, thinking. Well, I want to do one early, but mm, I can't do one this probably this winter. I'd Look it for next year. Make it, your deposit. It would suck getting hurt. You know, again. So. Okay. Our buddy Trey yeah. would keep you from getting hurt. Yeah, that would be get fun. You, get you healed yeah. up first. Yeah. Trey wouldn't let him get hurt. Yeah. 
Yeah, but let him get let him, let him get his legs. Yeah, let him get his legs. <laughs> He's, He's legs had back. major surgery. Give the guy a break. Climb up that mountain, Bucky. You want a cat or not, Bucky? Climb up the mountain. <laughs> Try to get you a cat. Yeah, I, that's a, and that's how you find people. I think right through oh, yeah. someone that you know. Yeah, kind of. I mean, that's how Trey would see that as a challenge. Yeah, can we get Bucky a cat without one getting him hurt, but without him having to do a lot of walking with his magic legs? With a bow. With a bow. Get you in there. <laughs> With his magic legs. <laughs> There's his magic legs. It's unlike there. anything else, man. <laughs> so It'd take me in my, def- <laughs> in, my, in my defense, I, I was running. Yeah, we, we got to talk about your um, tree land. I mean, I, I cut a tree down, a different tree snapped off, came back and ripped my quads and my tendons off both legs in February. So. God. That was four and a half. Scale one and ten. Ago. Bucky, hey. don't do that. Well, hey, it wasn't you're, planned. You're doing good, though. I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm you're doing, doing well. good. Yeah. I, I thought so. it was going to be a lot better by now, but I'm not. That's a long I, road to recovery, bro. But I did shoot the I shot in the shoot. You did, did shoot the I shoot, mean, man. I'll give you that. You know, but I shot like I shot terrible because like I can't like hold myself steady. I'm waving all over. Like, yeah. Well, Kurt just tells him it's a long road to recovery, but go kill him out. <laughs> I told him. I think Kurt's trying to kill me. <laughs> you could do that in January, man. I know. I think I'll be all right by that. I told Bucky at the shoot. I was like, I'll do the running part. You got to chug your own beer. <laughs> I got the beer part fine. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, the line hunt be in January. Yeah. I might be all right. Your magic legs would be normal by then. I might be. Back to normal. So how bad did that hurt? Ooh. You know what? It didn't, ooh. Ooh. It, didn't, it didn't hurt all that much up front. I mean, I mean, I get... Because your body was, was in shock. Well, I was like, it was like a bad limper. I felt like a really bad limper. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was like a bad limper, like, and like my whole muscle, you know, detached up in towards my, my top of my leg, and it like, it didn't hurt, but I, but I couldn't stand up. Like every time I try to stand up, like the muscles on my side of my leg just contracted like out. that, and it would just like go into Charlie Horse and be like, <laughs> that that hurt, and it was just, and so I called my wife and my phone in my pocket. Like I'm laying there, and I look over, and I got my hand on the chainsaw. On the chainsaw, I was doing this, like it's, it's still running. Around. I'm like, I'm shutting that up. I'm like, I don't need that anymore. Yeah, and it's I'm not like, the wife here that. <laughs> like, so I call my wife, and I'm like, I'm in the woods, and I got hurt. Uh, you got to come get me. She's like, All right, I'll be right there. So she hangs up the phone, calls my kid, because all my kids are home because we all had COVID. Mm. I tested positive for COVID, so. Of course, the farmer in me is thinking, well, Perfect if, I, if I go out and cut this, I'm going to sweat this thing out of me quicker so I can get back to work. Right. Yeah, whiskey or working it out. <laughs> Neither of those worked. <laughs> so I tried both. And uh, so my kid came out there, and I felt bad for him because he's trying to get me up. And he doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, I'm like reaching my reaching my bibs, and I'm like, am I bleeding? Am I bleeding? And he's like, no, you're not bleeding. As I thought I you know, took my chainsaw across my legs or something because I couldn't feel him. And I couldn't stand up. So then uh, he's like, what do we do? And I didn't drive the four-wheeler. But I mean, I could get up my arms. I could like kind of stand up. But then as soon as I put pressure on my legs, I'd just go into a spasm. And then and I was down. Mm. And he goes, what do I do? And I'm like, uh, go get the dead deer sled and come back and get me. So we had some snow. And uh, he's like, all right. So he takes off like a bat out of hell. And he. He goes up and gets a sled, and he comes back, and I'm, I'm laying on that rock out there, and I, I'll never forget that rock because I had put that – I'd ran into that rock like 
this off subject a little bit, but I ran into it like a whole bunch of times with my skid steer. And I'm like, I'm going to get that damn thing out. I finally got it out a couple of years ago and I set it there. And I was thinking about, you know, I, I beat that rock. You know, I'm laying on that rock and I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, God, please let me walk just so I can walk my daughter down the aisle. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do one day. And I'm laying there. I'm like, oh, I just got to get out of here. You know, kid comes back. Jake comes back with my my, my wife, Laura, and they got the dead deer sled. And uh, <laughs> Karma's <and>, like yeah. <laughs> trying to get you back. And so they had all these ruts from the skid steer. So they put the sled in the rut and, the, and they rolled me in there. And I'm like, I think I'm good. And they're like, okay, we'll, we'll prop your legs up. Does that hurt? I'm like, nope, doesn't hurt at all. It didn't hurt at all. Mm-hmm. So they hauled me out of there, bouncing around, pulled me in the shed. And, and you know, I didn't buy a new set of bibs, car bibs, for like 20 years. And I was damned if they were going to cut them off of me. You know, I just bought them. So <laughs> right, tight. 20 years ago. I'm a tight ass. You yeah. know, no, I, I just bought them this winter. Oh, oh, I got They're brand new, and I didn't want them wrecked. So I'm like, go give me some shitty sweats. And so they gave me some other stuff, and I changed clothes laying on the floor. My wife and my kids helped me change clothes. And paramedics get there, and that sleds laying there and it's thawing out and there's blood everywhere they're like where's he bleeding and i'm like i'm not bleeding they're like well there's blood everywhere I'm like oh, that's deer blood that's deer, deer blood, blood. Oh, <laughs> this is all on the floor that's hilarious but, um yeah it didn't hurt at all i didn't actually i never even turned black and blue no kidding nope never wow black and blue only thing was from when they did uh nerve blocks on both legs to because they did the surgeries at the same time usually they don't do the surgeries at the same time but they did both both knees at the same time. They did well one in one surgery. Wow, That's damn! Crazy. So, so you're, you were wheelchair ridden for the most part in Wisconsin when we saw you. Yeah, I was in a walker before that. You were standing up a little bit at Wisconsin, but yeah. you just kind of standing there. You yeah. could stand up, but was yeah. that a rental? Yeah, the car. He let me use it. You may or may not had working class bow hunter stickers on. I did. We had that rocket, did we? <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing wheelies in it the whole time. Yeah. You were. <laughs> Hey, yeah. let them know. It was cool. I mean, well, we're glad you there's didn't a will, die. there's a way. I mean, right. yeah, you're, hey, right. you're still here. We gonna do quit, All right? You did bring up a good point, though. If you do get injured, make sure you take your expensive clothes off. I say they, you experience this yeah, before yeah. they cut off all your clothes. Yeah, right. You had like all brand new I, shit. I on. lost everything. All my own clothes. And you broke your back. Yeah, they cut everything. How'd you do that? Fell out of your stand. Yeah, me too. Didn't that the year before? For real? Yeah. Yeah. Broke my pelvis too. That one hurt. Oh, I'd, I'd, I just, uh, I just had really, really bad bruised. I fell uh, seventeen feet in January of the previous year. God dang, boys! <laughs> that was rough. I quit doing that shit. Uh, well, it wouldn't be so bad if I wasn't fifty years old. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, you shouldn't do it anyway, no matter how old you are. I know. I, you got lucky. Worst part was I had a harness on. What? I had a harness on. Was laying on the ground. What happened? I just can't. Just got on the tree stand. Didn't click in. Oh, you haven't. You haven't. I didn't even click in yet. I, and I had my bow in my hand. So what it, happened? It was it was January sixteenth. It was my mom's birthday. And I dropped off my kid. I dropped off Jake so he can go and bow hunt one spot. And I drove down the road to go to another spot. And I was super close to the road, super close to the house. And I was just I was just out doe hunting. You know, shoot some does. Mm-hmm. I like making sausage and brats, you know, that's what we do in Wisconsin. So I went over there and I climbed up in the tree and it was on sticks and I stepped down into a, my stand and I was turning and I had still had the rope on the bow and all of a sudden I heard punk, 
And I was like, oh shit, I'm going down. It was like a trap door. The, the, the platform just dropped. And I'm going down and I'm like going down head first. And I'm like, oh shit, this is going to happen, you know? And I'm like, all I have to do is not land in my head. And I, like before, <laughs> before I hit the ground, I was like, I'm just going to like tuck, try to tuck. I mean, you think about it, you're breaking branches on the way down. And I'm thinking, that, like, I'm going to tuck, like, I'm an acrobat. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. You're and just then, I'll, just then, I'm like, everything kind of stopped and wham. And I landed, like, on my. Like on my back right here. You think that branches kind of slowed you down a little bit? Well, I thought that. I thought that slowed me down. But well, at first, I'm like, I pulled it off. You know, I actually didn't land on my head. But it took uh, this finger and it just tore all the skin off of this one and this one. You can still see the scar there a little bit. That paracord oh, that was on my bow. So it, before I got to the ground, it must have tightened up. And I broke the paracord that breaks it like. 550 pounds it's something like well it's a lot like, yeah five well, paracord 550 is what it is yeah. isn't it yeah. and so it must have stopped me enough to to keep my body up and that's what it and it broke so then i'm laying on the ground on top of my bow you know and i'm reaching on like trying to find my glasses and i found my cell phone it was like a yard sale <laughs> shit, like, everywhere. shit everywhere shit <laughs> everywhere i'm like reaching around i'm like all i could see it was like red like that's all look up that's all i could see it was just red like and i didn't know where i was and i couldn't see anything and i'm like knocked you out i hit my head pretty good you know? yeah but you're you're alive yeah and i'm like i'm like <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden i heard a heard a car go by i'm like oh i'm by the road i'm like all right so then i saw then i could see something a little bit i tried getting up and i got up enough like kind of hunched over i'm like shit i forgot my bow and i went back on my bow <laughs> Took my bow, went to the truck, threw it in there, and I called my kid. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, I gotta come get you. He goes, you get one already? I'm like, nope, fell out of the tree, coming to get you. And he was 15; he wasn't old enough to drive yet. And I'm like, you're driving. Yeah. And he drove me home, and I'm like, I'll be all right, you know. But you broke your back? No, I just had I bruised it super, super bad. Like, yeah, lucky man. Wow, you did get lucky. I was black and blue from the top of my knee. To the my armpit, I was black and blue my whole body. Sore as shit. Yeah. So what happened? Laid around for a couple weeks. Oh, I was hurting, man. Like it was, I was, I was hurting for quite a while. But here's a good story for that. So this older stand, I won't say what the brand was, but inspector stands. I always take them down. I take my stands down every single year, the whole thing. Okay. This year I didn't get to because I had a tree land to me, but. That older stand, I always took it down. I always hung it in the shed, and I always put it back up. So the rubber that goes down the cable on the side that goes from the backbone down to the yep. to the platform. platform. So the water chased down that stainless or that that cable. The cable, obviously, the steel cable. Stainless, yeah, and it would stop, and it rusted through. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't see it because the rubber. Yep. Bam! Like a trap door. Yeah, well, those things are a trap for. I mean, if water does get down there for ice too, ice makes it expand. Mm-hmm. How would you know? But you wouldn't hear about that one a lot. That's scary. Check it. So I hope if there's two people that hear this podcast that look at it and find it, that's great. Yeah, you you were we're winning. Yeah. Yes. I need to do a better job at that taking stands down. And I know I leave mine all up. What happens is I once I if I fill my second tag, I'm just kind of like, all right, it's family time. Mm. You know, I think we hunt so hard to get tagged out or whatever yeah. to the end of the season or chase whatever deer that when it's done i'm like all right i just get to shut up yeah. and hang out with the fam mm-hmm. 
and that's but, where I, like, I, I should tag out and go. All right, I'm gonna grab my stance, and then I can hang out. The yeah, one of my buddies he he throws an extra chain around it, around the tree, even if it's a hang on. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like, I never do that. I should probably do that. And he puts a chain from the backbone down the platform. Another oh, really? one. Yeah. I always check like the straps and shit, but I never checked like the cables. No. Yeah. How would you? How would yeah? How would you throw it on? Dude, right. there was a. I'm not gonna name names. Uh, he's a really good guy. He's a really nice guy, but doesn't have a ton of years of hunting experience. Um, I've hung some stands for him in the past. Uh, I'm trying to help him out. And uh, he's like, hey, I pulled that one stand down at like the spot. Like, uh, I'm just going to give it to you. That way you can, you know, do your thing with it. I like the way you hang them. And I looked at it, there's one cable on it. I'm like, yo, where's the other cable? He goes, oh, I hunted out of it like the last year just on one cable. I figured it'd be fine. Oh. I'm like, bro, Whoa. you are gambling. Wow. You're rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, there's no more hunting out of this stand until you get some replacement cables. Right. And you can buy parts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, Most companies will sell like, parts. After that happened, of course, you know, I had all my tree stands, tree stands home, and I was buying all, all the parts and everything. for. It's worth it. Just yeah. get them. Get replacement parts. That's yeah. like, totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really break that. Yeah, but you fell off a tree and broke your back. Yeah, to do that, fall asleep or what? He couldn't no, I was read. Putting it up actually. Oh, I did that. He it couldn't was, read. <laughs> <laughs> it was twenty years ago. I fell out of one. Well, yeah, it was twenty years before that. I was, you know, I was eighteen years old, thirty years, and I fell out of a tree stand then, and uh, I was putting one up. Didn't have any money, you know, two by yeah. fours, hammer, nails, fractured my back in three places. Yeah, man. See, I got a lot of forty dollars stands that I was still hunting out of, and to the last couple of years, but now, right? Yeah. Still got some up. Yeah, I got a couple of them up, so I need to go pull them. Don't do that. Don't get hurt like that. Yeah, no, it's not good. It's not fun. <laughs> I met my deductible twice, two years. Yeah, right, right. No kidding. <laughs> not good. Well, Bucky, we got to put you to work. I think you're yeah. going to measure some deer. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to yeah. get my bear skull, see what he actually is. Yeah, that's fun. That'd be fun. I like yeah. him done. Visiting with you guys, came down for the shoot, and yeah, hopefully you had a good time. That was a good time, a (laughs) damn good time, man. The shoot was was a success. Well, you run into like, so okay, so there's uh, five of us, four or five of us, and all of a sudden there's there's a hundred of us. Yeah, we all are thinking the same way or talking. One thing that would be cool is like name tags. Oh yeah, because like I'm like. Afterwards, yeah, it's not a bad. Oh, that was that guy. We'll make it an option. We'll put it on the on the booth. Hello, my name is. Yeah, and you get one when you everybody's going to register for the shoot. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea, actually. When you register for the shoot, you get a name tag. Yep, because there's still people that I talked to for an hour that night. I don't remember their name. You can't. I'm terrible at names as it is. It's cool because it's like you know, you actually like like uh, poor Rachel. I'm like. I hate to even say if you're uh, Betty Betty Bush, Betty Bush, you know, and yeah. the, and of course the other the, the other girls. Uh, I'm like, no disrespect, but are you queer for deer? Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Casey, shout out to cool. Casey. Pride she's awesome. Month. She's awesome. Pride Month, shout out to you, Casey. Yeah. But like you know those people by their by their handles. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Gay in a two dollar bill, aren't you, Casey? We love you. <laughs> She's awesome. I don't know what sound a rainbow makes, otherwise I'd put that on you. <laughs> That's definitely it. Yeah. Probably. Pretty cool. A rainbow? What's this button? Yeah. Oh. 
That's CC Hump Files. That's, true. <laughs> hey, that's pretty gay. We should play that. <laughs> that's pretty gay. <laughs> Fuck Clint. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> Sorry, so, Clint. That was a joke. Yeah, that that was fun. I mean, to get down there and shoot that, I'll definitely be back next year for that. Me and Good. Andy. And Randy and I will be down for it. It's becoming quite the, like, uh, it's the shoot family is becoming a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. So. I only donated one arrow to to that iron buck. Curly? Only one. Man, um, Eli made the curly sh- shoot, and I didn't realize, some guys were throwing some money in on that thing. Mm-hmm. So it happens if you make it in, your name goes in a pot, and then we random draw, and then you can win the pot. And he drove from Georgia and won. Yep. So. There's, At least a, we there's a fat it, stack of money, too. Yeah. He's a cool dude, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He brings me uh, creek water whiskey oh, yeah? all the time. Is he? That's awesome. Yeah, so you can't get it around here, I don't think. No. So he buys it and brings it up for the shoot. So get the year supply. Get brings two bottles. That's enough because it's strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Wolf. So he's he's an awesome guy. Real good dude. Quiet guy, but like just fits in. Yeah. It's so, fun. Yeah, we have a blast. We're We're proud of that. Part yeah. of that community we're kind of thrown together. So, and what a nice, what a nice course. Oh, it's I mean, yeah. it's groomed up. You lose a couple arrows. I mean, you're out there. I mean, yeah, you know. But what a nice course. And it had rain the night before. It was a little muddy, and I was still doing fine. And yeah, I didn't even have crutches. Well, next year, um, I looked at the date. It's June 10th, same weekend. Um, rain or shine, we're doing it. So yeah. if it's pouring rain, oh, we're yeah. going for it. it you know, there'll be a lot less people if it's pouring rain, but we're going to have a hell of a lot of fun all yeah, money. That's right. That'd be fun. So, yep, that was fun. At least it wasn't blazing hot this year. Yeah. It was actually very comfortable. Yep. Yeah, it was nice. Buck, you got any shout-outs you want to make or anything, man? No, just uh, I thanks to Boone and Crockett Club for letting me be part of that 31 uh, uh, panel measure. I'd be participating in that. I mean, that was great. It's I'd love to be cool. able to do it for other organizations like – to be honored like that for like Pope Young or somebody else would just be it's just so much fun. And yeah. To be able to see that passion that I have and, you know, the greatest compliment you can ever have is if your kid wants to do something. And my son's gone through, he's met all the requirements for the state of Wisconsin. At 16, he can be, you know, certified as official measure. So mm-hmm. he has to take the test yet. And he's almost there. But sure, he'll be just awesome. fine. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool to be able to see it. And, you know, hopefully he can spread the passion like I do. Yeah, with his right. friends or maybe his friends' kids one day. I mean, for maybe sure, this can go on for another generation. Our kids will be interviewing them someday. Won't that be fun? Yeah, just on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. we're all old and decrepit. <laughs> yeah, depends, right? Sitting on depends. Yeah, that's right. we're just shitting our pants over there watching Back our kids. In my day. Three hot meals a day. You're doing a piss poor job. <laughs> You're not saying fuck enough. <laughs> yeah, right. Back in our day. Yeah. yeah. No, I. I we used over to the, say gay. Over the last... <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can make fun of your gay friends. Dad, stop. <laughs> you can't say that anymore. Yeah. We can't really do it anymore now, but we still do it. Over the last year, I mean, appreciate life a little bit more, I'll tell you that. I bet. So, no kidding. Yeah. I got another chance, and I don't know what... Quit getting hurt. I don't know what God's got in plan for me, but it must be something pretty big. Yeah, me stick through all that stuff. No I mean, kidding. it's pretty cool. So, right. So, out of all that, I mean, appreciate my family and my wife. I mean... Spend a lot on them. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of a handful. I mean, that's what she says. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm kind of a handful. It's good. It's fun. Yeah. You're we, living. We have fun. You're living. We're we genuinely fun. have fun, fun together. We that's do. good, yeah. man. Well, Bucky, you're a ton of fun, man. I'm glad to have yep. 
gotten to know you over the last, well, just over a year, really. Yeah. And uh, feel like I've known you forever. Cool. And uh, appreciate your friendship and all your squeaky cheese and yeah. great old fashions. Yep. Yeah. We appreciate you. That's awesome. awesome. And you got good people around you, man. Yeah. So keep right. bringing them around. Like-minded people. That's yeah. great. You're welcome back anytime. Anytime. Thanks. Yep. Just show appreciate up. It. So go ahead and don't get hurt, and the uh, next yeah, yeah. podcast we'll have we'll have yeah. something new to talk about because you'll be exactly. some more big stuff, and Sounds we'll just good. go from there. And watch my progress. I'll be on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. on the top. I always like them. TikTok. I'll be on that and Instagram and also Facebook. And Bucky uh, Bucky Allen felt that it's actually all three should be all three should be Bucky Allen felt or I'm Bucky twenty six. I'm Bucky. I like it. It's my license plate in my truck. I'm Bucky. Hey, <laughs> someone tried to steal Doug's license plate. Yeah, apparently. Really? Yeah. Was it me? What did it say? My license plate? Yeah. What's the say on it? Yeah. Oh, WCB Doug. Oh, does it? Yeah. All those dirty bastards. Hey. Someone tried to steal it. Oh. It was me. That's <laughs> 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 a wrong sound. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> That's an arrow. Oh, no. damn. <laughs> damn. I got to update those me. buttons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, fun. Bucky. We love you. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Bucky. Love you guys, too. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device.